The Euroallegiance podcast is brought to you in part by the generosity of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Visit patreon.com forward slash the Euroallegiance podcast for bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, merchandise and more. Now, let's get to this week's show. My wallet is sobbing. I can hear it. I can hear it in the hall now. It is breaking down, crying. Uh, it turns out that Attila, the arrogant so-and-so, he's got a fake hammer. Oh, a fake? Yeah. Whoa. As I say, dick. So welcome to the Early Legions podcast, episode 48. We're getting close up on the 50. Uh, and this is our second episode of 2024. Um, we're already got the ball rolling last week. We got the Patreon up and running. I can't believe people have joined. Um, it's very exciting. And uh, we were pretty blown away by the whole thing. But uh, in the meantime, uh, it's Malcolm Kennedy. How are you? Hello, I am good, thank you. Um, yeah. yeah, busy, busy this week. week. Has it, yeah, has it kind of yeah, settled been. into 2024? It's no longer kind of. Oh well, I hope this isn't how 2024 is going to go. It's been, <laughs> uh, it's been a bit manic and a bit chaotic. So uh, no, well, tell you this is an anomaly. <laughs> I can tell you one thing: the winter has started here. It's minus five all week. It's cold here today. Every, it's cold. Yeah, every time I go to the car, no matter what time of the day it is, uh, to go somewhere or do something, it's like minus ding. You know, the first thing the car does is bing and you think, oh, it's broken. I was like, oh, no, it's just telling you it's freezing. <laughs> it's not that cold here, but it is definitely yeah. colder than right. it has been. Yeah, my friend back home in Ireland has said that uh, it was minus four or five there one of the days on the weekend. And uh, that was, I guess, just before it came over here. Uh, and that's very unusual for that part of the world because they're close to the sea and that generally doesn't happen. Um, anyway, Rich, how are you? Have you you done done with your dinner? I am. I finished my sandwich and crisps. Thank you very much. There you go. See, Rich, <laughs> working late, rushing home on the bus, eating his sandwich, getting indigestion, all for you yeah. lovely uh, podcast listeners. Let, let's say I was working late. I definitely wasn't in the pub with my work crowd. No. <laughs> Well, that is kind of part of working. It's bonding with the team. It's, you know. This is true. Yeah, you know, this is true. It's all part of the, the, the thing, you know. It, yeah. I generally always found uh, after a good night out the next week or two, you generally seem to work better. Maybe not the day after the night in the pub, of course. But, <laughs> but it doesn't sound like, <laughs> like it's too like, bad if you're, if you're back home podcasting with us, you know. No, no, just a couple of drinks. That was fine. Yeah. But like Mal, it started off very busy this year, so I could do with it quieting down a bit, quite frankly. Yeah, very good. Do you have lots of end of year uh, stuff with your jobs or how how is it? No, not really. No, it's just that what my team does, there's lots of new data available and um, at this time of year and lots of inspections taking place that we need to prep for. So. Ah, okay. So it's, kind yeah. of, it's just kind of, yeah. Yeah, when I used to work in... Uh, uh, the investment management part of the bank uh, year end was manic. Yeah, crazy. There will, yeah, there'll be some. We support year end more than anything, obviously, being IT rather than the actual business side of things. But uh, that tends to be April. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it's not um, too bad for that perspective at the moment. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully. Uh, it kind of settles into a rhythm and uh, you get to do your kind of regular 
nine to five, come home and enjoy your figures and have a bit of energy left to enjoy the, the good stuff. Isn't that it? Instead of just coming home and uh, flaking on the sofa and uh, maybe watching a bit of what we might talk about later on. We're, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been watching on the TV um, and also what we linked to that, what we would love if we could ever live the dream of seeing Mythic Legions in the television slash movie realm. Uh, so that would be fun to, to kind of talk about. Uh, but first, let's uh, get to a little bit of newsy news. Um, I have been enjoying uh, the recent emergence uh, since Legions Con of the lovely Legions ladies. They always existed, but now they have a YouTube channel and they broadcast every second Thursday, the alternative Thursdays, so one Dorkler is on. Uh, and last Thursday they had uh, Mr. Jeremy Gerard. So they're getting big hitters on already, which is pretty cool for them uh, and cool for us because we get to watch it. And uh, Jeremy dropped a little bit of uh, info on the Legion's Ladies, which was uh, pretty cool. He mentioned that the Figura Obscura figures from 2023 are going to get retailer versions in 2024. So this is what we speculated last week on. And now we can yes. uh, now we can totally speculate with actually <laughs> the prospect of it happening. <laughs> so if I remember well, we had said uh, that, yeah, Monkey King, we could definitely see him getting a retailer version. And we were struggling a bit more with the other two. So that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I actually yeah, just I had a little it. thought about Marley that maybe the twist on Marley could be that they give you alternative heads and pieces to make some of the other ghosts. No? Bit much? I don't think they'd do that. No, I just don't think they'd do it because people would complain that, you know. <laughs> Who cares if they complain? Will they buy it? <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, of course. Honestly, I, I hope the four horsemen are not there making their figs worrying about what people complain about. <laughs> They're worrying they about what people are happy about. They could li literally put free cash in their figure boxes and people still complain. <laughs> oh, I only got a five and I only got a 20. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is true. There, there is always going to be one. You know, when, when, you, when you're dealing with humans, when you're dealing with the internet, <clears throat> you can always have one. But yeah, so um, what do you think, guys? What, what would you most look, be looking forward to on the retailer wave there? Mal? Um, I think so. I said last week, I think Monkey King and hopefully we get more of a like a, a lighter furred monkey. I think that'd be quite cool. Um, although whatever we get will be cool. That's realistically. Um, intrigued to see what they do with Marley in terms of uh, changing him up. Uh, immediate thought is slightly different colours perhaps. But what colours would be green ghost? Maybe. Yeah, that's the immediate I mean, thought. That's the easiest, it? I suppose. Mm. But yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, it's good to hear that we, you know, <laughs> the collector in me likes the variations. So yes. uh, <laughs> I'll be buying them, no doubt. <laughs> oh, definitely. But I like this... the variations when the armor's as cool as the Monkey King armor. So give me a light silver oh, well. armor, <clears throat> blue yeah. robes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Rich, preach, preach, <laughs> preach, oh, brother Richard, preach. 
And you did in our little Patreon chat. We we well, we talk about that a bit later. But we had a little Patreon uh, chat during the week that we we're going to release for our patrons next week. And uh, you you did mention blonde hair monkey. That's uh, yeah, yeah. He's been shown like that in a lot yeah. of the stuff, hasn't he, Mal? So I think yeah, there's that would be a good one to good route to go down. Yeah, uh, that's fantastic music to my ears. Love to see that. And then also just those monkey parts, you know. Had a monkey king. Four of them. Uh, I have one extra one that I got and he's still sealed in the box and I'm not a box collector at all and I don't display him. He's like just in, in, in on the shelf in storage. And uh, yeah, I just can't. I did at the time get him to say, oh, I'll, you know, I'll do, I'll get a gorilla head or I'll get another head and I'll, you know, use the arms and whatever. Uh-uh. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> so this might be the this might be the in on actually doing that. And in fact, if he has lighter uh, coloured fur, that might be easier to do a quick paint job on as well. If you wanted to, <clears throat> rather than having to lighten it up to put a bit of uh, translucent paint on it or something, you know, transparent paint. Sorry. Anyway, we digress. So uh, and then Red Death. What did we think about Red Death? Uh, in terms of how they could vary that up from the original. It's a bit of a tricky one. I mean, red is in the yeah. title, so we can assume he's going to be still red. Um, yeah, maybe make him all red, perhaps. Possibly, yeah. Or Change maybe invert the, his invert the red and the black. Yeah, yeah. Could also yeah. work. But uh, it's a bit, that, that, that one will be fascinating to see what they do because yeah. of it feels so, you know, what they've done already feels like, well, that's it, isn't it? That's <laughs> that's exactly how it should look. <laughs> very true, very true. Yeah, and that'll be the trickiest one for them all, I think. Yeah. But I, I, I have no doubt they'll do an awesome job. And uh, oh, no, no. easy access to more puddles of blood is always a, <laughs> a good thing, I would say. Have you, um, in the one that Rick sent you, Rich, have you actually got to open it yet, or, you, or is it still not in your yet? Pile? No, it's it work's been so manic um, that I've not had a chance to open it yet. But it, well, when you it get will be your, very soon. Yeah, when you get to your uh, uh, room de- room re kind of arranging redesign project that you're embarking on in the next few weeks, uh, that'll be a good excuse to open all those figures that you haven't opened yet. It will, um, and I'm going to have a little um, figure obscura section on one of the shelves yeah. as well so they look great together um, mal was the yeah. first uh, place i'd seen with that and, and obviously in person last year when it was over and yeah even then when we didn't have uh say red death and marley still looked cool super cool yeah and i finally got around to ordering um one of the retailer exclusive versions of uh the headless horseman oh yeah um so that's winging its way from China at the moment via AliExpress. So okay. Oh, they didn't have any on Emporium Cool anymore. Uh, if they did, it was a lot more expensive than oh, AliExpress. Okay. Okay. So I will support the local retailer as much as I can. But if I can find a figure for thirty quid cheaper, doing it somewhere else, then that's yeah. always going to happen. That's business, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But you don't get stung with customs from China, or how does it work? Um, obviously, if HMRC listen to this, yes, and I pay it all. Um, but no, no, I mean, it's, it's not your fault if you don't get a bill. No, surely. Uh, as long as you spend over £135, including shipping, um, with the same seller, 
Yeah. Then um, as long as you they don't presume that the seller will take will. Yeah, the idea is that the seller will. You do so you spend over one hundred and thirty-five. Oh, over. Yeah. The idea is that the seller will mark it as that on the stuff, and then the UK customs will get you, and it comes through. But in practice, the AliExpress lot never do. They always just ah, mark okay. it. So it okay. comes in fine. Fair enough. So yeah. I'm doing nothing wrong. It's just you know that's they're just marking it that way. And <clears throat> so I ordered that, and then I ordered the uh, Zezray Red Rhino at the oh, same time to get yeah. myself up over yeah, there. I've there. been, <laughs> I've been spending the week not purchasing, but definitely. Uh, I don't know if I'd call it doom scrolling or FOMO scrolling or what. Uh, <laughs> all those Fury Planet and uh, um, whatever else, Zezray and, you know, all the big kind of figures that they have there. And uh, as you mentioned to me, uh, I think you're, we're going to do a bit of a deal on the uh, Tiger guy. What's his name again? I've forgotten now. It's gone, gone blank. Master Wang. Master Wang for a bit of paint and work. So, um I think yep. that would be a nice little uh, intro to me for that. Um, pretty stress-free. Uh, I get that when I get it. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I love cats. So, of course, big cats, happy days. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good figure. But the um, the room redo that I'm doing in a couple of weeks' time has just emphasised the fact that I've got too much stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't want to fill up the display room and then go, oh, and I've got 100 things in the loft. That's pointless. So, um, so there's a bit of a clear out going on. And also, his name is Master Wang, which I keep thinking is Master Wang. Um, and I don't want that <laughs> image in my head and like risking saying that all the time. So if he's not here, then there's no chance of me saying that. I see. Yeah. But, uh, sorry, Mal. Yeah. I was going to say Tiger Wang's meant to be good for you, isn't it? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and, and also pretty cool that Seba had a part in uh, the sculpting of him. So that's a nice yes. little connection to have. And he's a tiger figure, he's a cat figure, so if he doesn't fit in my shelves, I give him to my wife for her office and she can put her up, him up there, she'd be delighted. Uh, anything cat related, be it a figure, statue, picture, she's very happy to take it in. So, um, yeah, I'll always have a home for him, <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah, I've, I've got plenty of, um, <coughs> excuse me, plenty of big cats in my Mythics lineup. I think I've got mm. 11 I think big cats ah uh, yeah characters so yeah mainly with the um the planter dog toys heads because they're such cool sculpts. they are cool yeah and they're going out of print now this month if you're if you're they are, somebody yes. that's uh interested in them i painted a lot of them in my time i'm tempted to get them but i don't know either because i have an, a big pile of i won't say a pile of shame but i have a big pile of gray resin that i need to paint <laughs> so uh I don't know if I can justify it. If I knew that they were all going to sell in Legion's Con next year, I could, I'd definitely get an order, but uh, it's just hard to know, isn't it? Mm, it's tricky. But, um, yeah. I was actually thinking of the, the massive dra- the horseman dragon that might be. I mean, mentioning my wife there just now, uh, she's a massive dragon fan. I mean, you know, Game of Thrones, the dragons for her were like, like she was looking... You know, everyone else is like, whoa, dragon. She was like, you know, like you'd see a cute kitten every time you see a dragon. She's like, oh. <laughs> so Even as it's split and split it with so her. I, could, I could definitely probably convince her that it's a good idea. She has, uh, you know, the, the Schleich toy line or Schleich, it's called, the German yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the kind of, they're not 
the wings are articulated, but the rest isn't. Uh, kind of pretty well painted dragons, about I'd say about five six inches big with maybe a bigger wingspan. And she has maybe eight or nine of them in uh, kind of hanging from fishing line in her office because it's one of the only rooms in the house that we didn't uh, refurbish since we've moved in. Um, and it actually has a, this is the other room, the room that I that I have downstairs in the basement and has a wooden boards on the ceiling. So you can stick uh, like, you know, little pins or whatever into the wood very easily. And then you can hang the fishing line on it. It's not like a normal, you know, plastered ceiling or whatever, where that would be a real pain in the bum. Um, so I've done that for her. I just hang them up fishing line at various angles. And, you know, so they I must actually take a photo uh, for you guys. They're, they're cool. And they're just all hanging there. like. You know. <laughs> so she's not a collector, but, you know, you know, still finds that kind of stuff cool. And uh, certainly has no problem having a, a bunch of uh, cool dragons flying above her yeah, uh, office desk. They're good quality figures, the Schleich ones. They are, um, yeah. If they were a little yeah. bit bigger for legions, they'd be great little uh, background Perfect, characters. Yeah. Or, but even there's one or the other that you could, you know, there's like a kind of a scorpiony kind of fiery thing, and there's a few of them. If you were really making a big dial, um, you could definitely throw them in the background, and they would work. And I know people have done that, and the paint job yeah. is pretty good. I would say. I keep meaning to buy that sort of lava scorpion um, yeah. to use with a 2.0 scale figure. Mm. There's like a, a sort of mount for that figure. So I've got a plan, but I just have to get around to actually buying yeah. it. Yeah, it's quite a, I think, yeah, they're, they're a German company, so they're quite uh, available here always in all the kind of big, anywhere there's a toy section, usually there'll be a few, there'll be a shelf of that stuff. Yeah, um, they're fairly common here. Smith's yeah. Toy Superstores, um, for certain, always have loads uh, yeah. and loads. But Smith's are in yeah. Germany as well. They took over Toys R Us in Germany too. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the Irish are everywhere, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Although they're probably owned by some British company now at this stage, you know. I just know they were originally Irish, which is where the name I think comes from. Um okay, so that was uh that's Figura and the Legion's ladies and thanks for that and continued success to them and uh we hope to follow their progress and uh bringing us up to Legion's Con 24 that should be fun and I hope they get some more Great guests, but uh, it's normally Tanya and Amber that are kind of always at the helm there. And then they have different people every week. So that's or every second week that they're every time that they're on. Um, so what else have we got? Uh, the Rising Suns pre-order is closing. So only a couple of days left by the time this drops. And uh, I still haven't placed my pre-order. I did a little uh, I did a little basket check to make sure the shipping was uh what I remember it, and it's the same, so uh, no bugs there. Um, just a matter of doing it. I'm going to do an all-in, just a matter of, uh, I'm probably just going to wait till the last day, not the last minute now, but the last day or so. Um, yeah, has to be done. It's kind of just like a bill you have, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am tempted a little bit for with the local retailers, uh, but I will do extras because I, I, I think definitely the Dwarf 2-pack I'm going to need more of them. I'm just going to order them locally. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that if it's 100 for the two-pack, I'll be fine with it. 100 or less. It'd be sweet. Yeah. 
Um, and then what else have you got? There's a lot of uh, Dorkler did a great breakdown on his YouTube channel yes. of the wave. Uh, and there is, a, I think there's six regular price figures. So they're all potentials for multiples, depending on what customs you want. Um, yeah. Um, Broder is one I'd quite like although a few off to. Ralph Mouse in our Discord on the Patreon has kind of ruined, uh, or not ruined, he's traumatised me on Broder a bit because the little spiky bits from the pauldrons on Broder make it look like the little Madonna uh, boobs thing. <laughs> I've not seen that. I can't unsee it. Yeah. I can't unsee it now. Yeah. So thanks for that, Ralph. That that was uh <laughs> No, of course. We're we're, we're delighted that you're uh, that you're interacting with us on the Discord, but um yeah, I'll, I'll put I'll bring it up here for you here, guys. Have you just seen it? it what? I've just looked at it now. Yeah, you can't unsee it now, I've can you? It. Oh no, no. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> there you go. So uh, apologies there to Brad, um, but uh, it is what it is. I'm, he's still one of my favourites. Maybe we can use different portraits. <laughs> or maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe those pieces. Can we, can we start calling? Can we start calling Brad Bradonna now? Bradonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm a material girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this picture here, where it has the one pauldron on, awesome. Looks cool. And I'm sure you yes. can. Yeah, very cool. I think they look the worst with. The soft goods, kind of, because it looks like 80s shoulder pads a bit. It hides the pauldrons, yeah. 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 And yeah, exactly. It looks, makes them look like they're floating kind of there on the front of the torso. <laughs> so, um, yeah, apologies there to anyone who is uh, in love with Broder. Someone 100% is going to get a slightly enlarged Madonna head sculpt now, aren't they, and put it on that when it arrives. <laughs> of course they are. You know this community. They can do anything. Yeah. Um, um, as you guys know, I, I do my all-in orders Um from the UK reeler, retailer in Porter McCall. But I am vaguely tempted to get a second bear from other horsemen. Yeah. Um, the bear plus the shipping, because it's under the import duty threshold, yeah. will actually be cheaper than if I just bought it in the UK. So I may well... Oh, will it? Yeah, I oh, checked I yesterday. As well, then. Yeah. And I you can might... get a bear and one of the weapons packs. Oh, sweet. Duty. And you'll have the excitement to get it a bit earlier, maybe, as well. Yeah, depending on. Yeah, how so it I just goes, need to course. decide whether I want two bears or not. I sort of do uh, want two bears. Of course, bears. you want two want, bears, Rich. I want Atlas and one, and then I want another one slashing the crap out of an ogre. See, and I'll, to be I'll fair, the Jones three. one, two, three will definitely easily sell, easily get rid of one for you if uh, if if you need be, you know. Uh, Jones. And you have to three, did you say, Mal? I think so, yeah, because I want, I want the one with him, you know, so he's being right ridden by uh, Atlas. One so he's standing up giving the growl, but then I kind of want one to maybe play about with and do something a bit customising with. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so that, you know, you kind of want to get him as cheap as possible. I'm going to get an all-in from Emporium, of course, so he'll become as part of that. But then, yeah, if he be ch- he will be cheaper from the horseman. Then I thought, yeah, I thought he was going to be more expensive. Well, there you go, Rich. No. Even if you oh, don't need a second one, you probably get rid of it within this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
you know, yeah. I, I'd say it's a risk-free situation. Just need to lay down the cash now is the only problem, of course. That uh, is the always the problem. Yeah, fortune this month. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Every month, it's every month <laughs> these days. Everything's so expensive. Feels a bit like everything's so yeah. expensive. Jeez, when you go to a restaurant now, it's like, oh my god! Especially when you haven't been in a while. Oh, it's it's a bunch. Of, uh, it's a bunch of pre-orders have come in for me, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, scary, scary, scary. And is it stuff you still want? Because yeah. when I used to collect oh, more, yeah, yeah. when I used to collect a lot more stuff than legions, I often had pre-orders, maybe a bit like the Poxus one, which, okay, well, let's be honest, has taken a bit too long. But, yeah. um, and then I get the bill for it. You know, the kind of, yeah, like now, you know, the, it's in stock and now you need to pay. And uh, it's like, oh, I don't want it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, to be, because I've cut right down on the extra stuff I'm buying. Okay. Uh, most of what does show up is... Is, is really what yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, the... It's the um, Mirage Ninja Turtles, the, um, the four-pack that have made Ooh. it into a lot of people's top ten lists. So oh, seeing yeah. people's top ten lists, I'm even more like, yes. They're very good. And, oh, were you and into the, the Mirage Turtles? Yeah, yeah. I, I get the odd turtle thing, not loads, just the odd one bit here and there. And but you've read, you've read the comics? Things. I've got the, yeah, I've got like the uh, graphic novels from... Yeah. The one that's pretty much the movie and um yeah. one of the other ones. Yeah, yeah. They're excellent, those uh those stories. Oh yeah, they and I'm a big fan of and the, I forget it's Kevin Eastman's art, isn't it, in a in a bunch of it. Although these aren't they're not ba- these figures aren't based on Kevin Eastman's art, they're based on someone else whose name I forget, but Pixel Dan said and I agree, to me they look more like Kevin Eastman's art than uh Yeah they're perhaps meant to <laughs> so that's part of why i like them that's true um was it uh there was one of the was it the 212 or the was the 2003 tmnt or the or the original tmnt that had this awesome movie at the end there was a bit of a it was a bit of a kind of a multiverse thing Oh yeah, that the the more recent uh, yeah I've seen that's on or was on Netflix. I got rid of my Netflix account. Um, yeah, I know what you mean though. Yeah, yeah, that that was great. I watched it only recently. Was it? And it's from was... maybe it's from two thousand nine. It's a good while ago anyway. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, so. Anything more about the Rising Suns? Are we good there? No, I think we're good. Already stupidly excited and can't wait a year. (laughs) (laughs) Most anticipated (laughs) mythic wave by far. (laughs) I'm just working on a set. Then when they finally turn up, the uh, the Noble Bear part ones, obviously the uh, Suns ones will be ace, but yeah. (laughs) That's true, but another... Super anticipated uh, wave, which we've uh, kind of hinted at already and which should be shipping very soon. I mean, shipping notices should start to arrive. I expect to see any day now somebody uh, dropping a message in the cabal saying, I got my shipping notice for the Poxus wave, which uh, is pretty cool. Uh, It's been a long time. It's been two years now. 
in a bit. Um, but I hope in the aim of getting everything spot on, uh, so that should be good. Um, some great figures here. I mean, maybe some stuff that, uh, like the Brute Scale, for example. We've had some Brute Scale now. Uh, between the Alithia, the, the horsey guy, the Afarius guy, with the torso, and then uh, Canucksville in Cosmic. So we kind of have an idea of that scale. But we're going to get probably my most anticipated figure of 2024, Tarnog. Yeah. You're right there with me, Mal, yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's uh, he's great looking, absolutely great looking. And at one of the cons last year, there was uh, him on display without the soft goods, and he looked awesome as well. Yeah. Um, I don't have that picture here now to kind of describe it, but um, yeah, my kid looked at him the other day because I was showing him, here. here's the next kind of big box of stuff that might arrive soon. And he was like, whoa, this guy must be cold. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, he's right. The, he has a lot of stuff on him. There's a lot of soft goods there. The pauldrons there are crazy. I hope they work uh, pretty well because they have basically a very, very huge kind of presence in the pauldron thing and these massive antlers sticking out of them as well. So I hope they kind of don't become a pain to deal with, you know, or I hope they aren't a pain to deal with. And if they aren't, that's uh, going to be epic. We also have a Tharnog with these war paint. So it, it's essentially... Oh, I forgot the about the war paint. Yeah. Oh, uh, nice. And also this staff that is just all sorts of cool with the sculpts on it. And the uh, glowing sort of crystal Yeah, the glowing little thing. orb. Yeah. So good. That little orb uh, just on its own, maybe <laughs> in, in Jacob Marley's hand might look pretty cool, huh? It's kind of got that yeah, blue colour yeah. and everything. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. You'd have to create a little bit of story for it, but, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it works. Uh, and of course, this is the wave of the kind of magic effects. So anyone like me that likes a little flaming sword effect, um, this is going to be the same sort of style, except like they're magic effects. You got um, you got a lot of the figures come with them, but you also got the effects packs and they basically come in a good and an evil um, so you got these kind of spinny, circly things. So it's like a little bit. They remind me a bit of the Doctor Strange, would you say? I mean, not the same, yes. but you know, the same kind of thing where he makes yes. a big kind of yeah. a circle with his hand yeah. out in front. And you see even that Zenday in one of the pictures that Trevor did. Uh, Zenday is kind of doing that, uh, and then they have these cool kind of you know shooting out of the arms uh, magic effects, and also these kind of that wrap around the wrists and hands. Or you could even wrap around the weapon kind of effects. So, uh, yeah, the evil ones are kind of purple, black and red. And the heroic ones are a much brighter purple, a bright kind of uh, blue, almost that kind of, uh, what would you say, blue, Hagnon blue almost. Uh, and a bright green. Let's not call it Hagnon blue, don't people call it. <laughs> Jacob Marley, bright blue then, or, you know. Kind of. uh, and the snakes as well, Rich. A little bit of snake action going on yeah. here with the magic effects. So I can Pur imagine the right green and snake. This is just perfect for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I should have bought more of them on set. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> these magic effects them, will, will be easy enough to pick up. Was it say, Mal, you bought a few? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they were just so cool. I bought a bunch of them. I think I bought 
I'm not sure how many I got, but I definitely got extras. And interestingly, this will be the last uh, all-in wave I get direct from the Horseman. Okay. Uh, everything else I've ordered um, from Emporium McCall. And obviously had um, Cosmic Wave 2 already sort of thing direct from Emporium. But yeah, this is the last outstanding Horseman all-in that's on its way to me. Oh, interesting. Good. Um, I have an all-in, and I also got two of the two-pack because um, I thought that would be a good idea back then. Probably is from a financial point of view, um, but I'm not sure I will keep them. Although it comes to mind right now is uh, that might be a cool thing to uh, have as a giveaway in the Patreon at some stage later in the year or something along those lines. So... Um, Yet another reason maybe to join, uh, given our already uh, great, I would say, great success with the Patreon, that um, there there can be lots of cool things coming. Uh, here is something that I'd kind of forgotten as well, uh, and that would be easy to overlook, is a weapons pack that comes with the wave. And this has a lot of cool stuff in it. Firstly, on the weapon side, it has... A couple of cool staffs. I mean, you know, magic users, kind of wizards, goes definitely down with that. But also a cool book with the chain. That's cool. Little kind of potion bottles. Um, some scroll. They're scrolls there, guys, aren't they? They yeah, look like them. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're bones, aren't they, I think. Are they Are bones? They like, yeah, like myth. myth. Oh, no, yeah, the scrolls. They're scrolls, Sorry. I think they're scrolls. One of them is yeah. definitely a scroll, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A kind of a, yeah, then there's a skull kind of head of a bird, or kind of bit of a head of a bird. Um, and yeah, these magic potion bottles and a little kind of a sack, like a money sack or something. So, yeah. very cool. Um, I bought a few of them as well, because I liked the, uh, the, the little skull. Yeah. And uh, the sort of, you know, potion bottles and things like that. I thought they were neat little uh, accessories to add to other figures as well. Well, it's something you won't be regretting when you get them in, I can tell you that much. Because a lot of this stuff can be retrofitted to other figures as well. You know, you got your your Basilius shelf now, you know, or even your uh, Poxus shelf. And, you know, just the original figures, but give them one of these staffs instead or give them the kind of book accessory or the potion bottles hanging off their belt or something like that. Or even that belt that's included, um, yep. and bring them up to the kind of level of the more recent the figures. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I've just checked what I ordered, and I went all in. Uh, then an additional Arakagor, an additional Arizak, two additional Zendays, uh, Poxus Flogus two pack, another Poxus, and another Tharnog. Sweet. Oh, you won't you won't be going there. Uh, Short on this wave? No, no, this is a, yeah, a bit of a crazy order. Zenday in particular is interesting because he's probably my least, well, second least favourite of the wave, but I ordered two extra. Clearly customising comes to uh, mind yeah. with that one. Yeah. Well, Zenday is the Michael Casper tribute, unofficially, I would say. You know, Michael. Um, he's got enough tributes, doesn't he, anymore? <laughs> he's a great toy photographer. Um and I think he's fairly local to New Jersey, so he, you always see him there at G-Con, or you have, and obviously... Sorry, John, who was it, did you say? Michael Casper. Not... Yeah, Michael... 
No, not Michael Casper. Michael Xavier. Sorry, Michael ah, Xavier. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Xavier. Jeez. Slip of the tongue there, Michael Xavier. Yeah. Um. So he has that kind of beard and that kind of look. So it's definitely his unofficial tribute figure. Um. But I think Zende is great. I mean, as a build, maybe you might say boring. You know, it's got a lot of kind of regular parts, but it's got the cloth, arms and legs painted in another different color. It's got a fully hooded cape. So people are always complaining about the plastic hoods with the cape. No, here's a figure with the cape. Cape, cape, hood. Uh, so assuming there's a little bit of a wire like, in the hood. I actually like the blue of the trousers as well. I think they give us another different color mm. of those uh, trousers. They do, don't they? <clears throat> I like that. And he's it, got a really cool head sculpt. <laughs> it's a kind of a deep sea blue, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and even the bronze uh, colour on the armour is nice. Um, and the yellow yeah. seems to offset the red and the blue really nicely. Uh, yeah. Nice it does. little grey in the beard, which is very familiar if you go to Legion's Con. <laughs> <laughs> or if you sat here looking at me at the moment. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Um, the staff from the weapon uh, that seems to be in the weapons pack as well, uh, but very, very nicely painted here. And. Um, he also has an alternative head sculpt um, that has a kind of a kind of a almost like marking, a glow yeah. marking almost like he's yeah, that's, and yeah, his he's eyes kind of go um, yeah he's instead of having the eyes with the kind of uh, pupil and the, and the iris and everything he just has the kind of glowing eyes to go with this kind of glowing uh, little kind of marking which is three dots yeah. and a kind of a almost like brackets but you know not brackets way cooler than brackets but that's the kind of shape of them um that's the head i'll use on a, himself and yeah. then i'll probably use the other head on a, a knight or something because it's such a good sculpt it is a good sculpt yeah, yeah. Cool. he's another um that regular zende head is another one i think when you look at it here with the hood off i mean cool modern looking space marine you know yeah yeah Cosmic Legions, like there you go. You know, you've got your um, your white guy in uh, Attila, uh, you know, your white guy, Space Marine. Well, now here's a man of colour, um, Space Marine representation. There you go, stick it on yeah, a definitely. sentry body or uh, one of the bodies uh, that are kind of the tusk bodies, I'd say, from Cosmic. Awesome. Just uh, Rich saying about using it, uh, for it for, I think it'd look really good on one of the new... Um, um, Templar bodies as well. Oh, like, the relic guard. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah. No, I mean like the new cloth. The, oh, you know, the like Elijah the, and uh, yeah, yeah, Enoch and yeah. those guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah it yeah. would actually, particularly with the grey in the beard, given that sort of bit of age and a bit of authority. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I think Zende is underrated. I think people haven't really yeah. been talking about him. And so that's why I wanted to bring him up here. Um, we we don't need to talk about Poxus. Poxus is awesome. Poxus has yeah. uh, a lot of... Uh, he's basically, at least at the time, he was head to toe new parts. Um, these are the Svexian wings, aren't they? Yeah. They are, yeah. Them. yeah. Um, but I think the pauldrons we still haven't got on a figure as far as I remember. Um, don't think so. 
Oh, he he has the lower legs are are not new. They're they're the old night legs. Um, I wonder the t- if they were doing it now, would they use different legs? Possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. possibly, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, sort of like rotten legs, or mm. or even Rotten-like that, yeah, system. or just yeah. even something that they have from the more modern waves, or yeah. red death legs would be cool on them, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, something mm. like that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With the I can't wait with- for his um his bow. Is one yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. But with the insect effect, that yeah, yeah, yeah wow. That up. Yeah, we could, you know, a repainted of the Monkey King uh, cloud boots, huh? On boxes. <laughs> That'd be quite I'm not, cool. I'm not serious though. Yeah, it would be cool. Of course, it would be cool. <laughs> but it, it it would not be serious. It might lower the intimidation factor a little bit. Yeah. Oh, look at these cute little <laughs> booties! Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Just, the bows. You yeah. get two bows with them. So one with the kind of uh, insect pieces on. Or at least I think you get two bows, or whether maybe yes. In the, yeah, I think they said you do. Yeah, oh, you do. Um, and two cool effects. Uh, so the one single bow, kind of with the like almost flaming insect piece on the top. And then another bow that has like a bunch of them, kind of like it's just been shot off the bow. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So we weren't going to talk about to pods. That. Yeah, two versions of the bow, it actually says it there. But yeah, and then the obviously Flogius is the decaying horse uh, again. I can't wait to get him. Yeah, just he comes with the horse armor as well, which is new uh, for us. Yeah. Um, by the looks of it there, I don't know if they'll paint it a bit more, but it looks like one very flat colour. Wouldn't mind a bit of even dry brushing on it. Um, the mm, wizard's... I think he's got... Sorry, yeah. I think he's got a decent amount of dry... Br- oh, oh, do you mean the armour? That piece there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not the That's horse itself. The horse itself is exquisitely yeah. painted. I just mean this yeah, kind of yeah. armour piece. Yeah, I bet. I think with, with Flogius, I have to decide if I want to get a second one or not. Because originally I was just going to take the head off and do something else with it, um, but looking at the head again now, that really is a good sculpt. It is, isn't it? I might need a rotting undead horse. So, yeah, I might have to get a second one. Yeah, um, he's epic. I really like it. Um, but again, maybe yeah, just a bit of uh, metallic or kind of dry brushing on that uh, armor might bring it out a bit more. Um, the wizards. Uh, I think people are kind of sleeping a bit on the, oh yeah, especially Arazak, evil wizard. I'm not sure. Or no, it's not Arazak, the other guy that people are kind of... Uh, it's the Samir. Samir, yeah. Scroll something. Yeah, like. okay, yeah. he does look a bit boring, but I think he's cool wizard. I mean, look at that picture there with the with the yeah. staff, the kind of snaky thing. Um, it's another great head sculpt as well. It is I another think. super yeah. head sculpt, yeah. You know, and then uh, and then you get also the wizarding kind of uh, glowing a bit like Zenday head sculpt I mean you have to say that's cool Rich huh oh yeah yeah definitely yeah overall as a figure it's as it was the first one they revealed wasn't it I was like ugh but it Um, is one it is one of you know you you only need one for your display oh yeah Yeah. and probably for customs as well unless you want a couple of those capes I'd like to try that cape on a 1.0 figure, see if it fits, how it looks. Yeah, I got, I've, as I said, I ordered a second one of the Arizak just because it's, it's got such cool stuff with it that I think you can Arizak is your classic evil wizard. 
He is, yeah. isn't he? Great. And he's got he's D&D got the vibes. Whole, yeah, he's got the whole outfit. He's got the like, you know, he's the dressing gown where, where wizard, you know, the wizard in robes, you know. Yeah. And he all, that shows you also how to use the potion bottles. He's got a bunch of stuff hanging off his belt, the potion bottles. The kind of, yeah, that is like a piece of bone there. You're right, Mal, uh, that one piece and the bird's head. So, you know, he's making potions with all sorts of weird stuff. His staff is cool with the glowing red rock. And he comes with these well, kind of red magic pieces. I think he's he's either doing all sorts of weird spells or he likes a good broth. He's carrying <laughs> the skull and, and bone parts with him just to boil those up. Make a good gravy. Exactly, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> a bit of flavour to your food. But Samir is also a bit like Novi and Lean, who came with a an expressive head sculpt. Samir comes with an expressive head sculpt, and that is a game changer. Because that makes... That action picture that Trevor took on the... Go to Source Horseman and look at the... Just under Samir, the pictures uh, for his listing. Arizak. Or Arizak, sorry, not Samir. Arizak. And there is a picture with the screaming head sculpt and he's got the magic going and yeah. the robes are flowing a bit. It's epic, you know. And well, do you this remember is way that... more epic because of the head sculpt. Sorry, Mal. Yeah. No, no, it's cool. I was going to say, do you remember that uh, the head sculpts, the extra head sculpts were originally a bit of a surprise and yes. they revealed them? Well, mm-hmm. didn't one of them accidentally get... Uh, it was, it was this one got accidentally revealed. Yeah, they were like, oh, okay, yeah, and there's the extra one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, didn't they do this kind of like, if we get an X amount of orders, we're going to throw bonus yeah. head sculpts in, and uh, yeah. they accidentally... They were totally just going to chuck them all in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, we know what they're like. <laughs> <laughs> they spoil us. But again, there's no flies on the horseman. It's like, well, if you've got an extra head sculpt, maybe you want an extra body. Hmm. <laughs> this is true this is true it's like those um, undead face plates with a necronominous wave it was like yeah that's just sold twice as many of each of those figures yeah very true um, and maybe turning retailer Santa into a wizard you could easily couldn't you yeah. uh, seeing uh, Samir particularly the way sort of cloth goods fit it's basically santa (laughs) without the big coat yeah yeah just to be clear the retailer one is father christmas none of this santa malarkey oh yeah geez okay pedant's corner (laughs) where's my pedant's corner button we need one of those that's definitely full on sorry sorry i'll get it for next week (laughs) yeah yeah i don't have one no sorry i'll just have to give you a <laughs> we could save that sound effect when we get uh, Jeremy DeWitt on next time. <laughs> yeah, I think it, yeah, I think this year we should get some of those guys on just on their own. Yeah, definitely. because uh, I think then we actually get to talk to them rather than uh, you know just this hom- homogeneous mass that is their podcast you know which was cool as well of course i was gonna yeah. say i know that it, i know some of them are a little overweight john but that's harsh <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> shots fired <laughs> and can i say i can't wait to see them all again at legions con and give yeah. big hugs. well mal is going to see them uh where are you going to see them next man at uh, muskie con 
let's go to Mesquican. We need to. I, am, I need I to upload um, the Mesquican sting into our Mesquican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that right? Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy I bet there'll be a best. new one for this year. Yeah, <laughs> I did see he posted a little ad, and it um, it wasn't exactly the same as last year, but it still had the same tune, but uh, a little bit different. So very cool. Um, anyway, yeah. So yeah. So you're going to Muskecon, which is amazing. I am. Fair play to you. And uh, you're going with Trevor and Nate, I believe, and you're staying the night in Trevor's. Yes. Yeah, flying into New York. We'll be staying over at Trevor's and then we'll fly together to Detroit and uh, meet up with Nate. Um, Fantastic. And then he's going to drive, kindly put drive across, I think it's an hour or two from Detroit, Detroit across the... It's a few hours, yeah, yeah. It's quite a... Three hours, maybe. quite a drive. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, like, something yeah, like that. Enjoy. You you get to stop at a, maybe a couple of gas stations, have a bit of junk food. Be all good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward and you're to it. Definitely really. in our, you're you're in the care of two of the best there. I have no worries for you. If I was your mammy, I'd be like, You're perfect, you're gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> You've got dad and other dad with you. <laughs> two of the most awesome yeah. dudes in the community looking yeah, after definitely. you. Definitely. If you said, "Oh yeah, Travis is putting me up," we might have had an issue and started to panic. But yeah. <laughs> and you're staying in the hotel then in Muskegon, is it? Uh, at Muskegon? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Friday and uh, Saturday in the hotel. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, um, although you'd probably you'd probably end up at Travis's in the in the hot tub or the pool or whatever. <laughs> March though, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, alrighty then. Um, I think that's enough of a look at Poxus. I'm really looking forward to Rakakor as well. Um, I do think that uh, maybe with getting um, the cosmic guy, what's his name? Uh, Kragner. Scourge. Kragner. The, the kind yeah, of same. Kragner's you know, orange fellow, yeah. Yeah, it, that yeah, we've got him in hand. I know some people have Scourge too. And I'm really looking forward to Scourge, I have to say. Yes, yes. Uh, we'll get him soon in the middle of this year, apparently. Um but yeah, I'm really looking forward to Arakagor, although the shine maybe gets taken off it because if, if some people already have that buck in hand, you know, it's not as exciting as maybe it was when this figure was revealed. Um, and as a Hazer, I think he's going to be epic in hand. Yeah, same. I think he looks just wow, doesn't he? In the yeah, pictures, and though. Jordan and Van from the Perkle gang gang, they get a little purple <laughs> soft goods there for themselves. So guys, I'm sure you're loving that. Uh, it's the um the two different coloured ball balls at the end of it too. The orbs, yeah, the orbs. Yeah, in the, orbs. In... I think it's better than balls, isn't it? <laughs> orbs are always better than balls in my book. Yeah. <laughs> Can I see your orbs? Just sounds much better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been hitting the orbs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my orbs are not feeling too well today. Um, <laughs> and he comes with two uh, really cool uh, flame or, you know, kind of magic flame, green magic flame effects that you can yes. kind of stick onto his wrists, which is cool. Something new. Yeah. Something new. Uh, I can I'm, imagine somebody doing a pose with those, with um, magic effects around it. And he's just like punching somebody in the face. 
It's yeah. like a Street Fighter power up or something sort of thing. I can yeah. see that being used. Exactly. Yeah. Given Ryu or Blanca a big smack in the head. Um, yeah. So I, I'm also looking forward to him. So this whole wave is a, is a knockout. To be honest, if it yeah, you it's know, gonna be a good one. If uh, if if all goes well in the QC side, um, yeah. So. I can't wait to have him on the shelf in the middle on a little bit of a riser with the two, the green and the, or sorry, Azar and Zazar in front of him, the the blue and the yellow. Uh, I'm very happy that I have both of them in my collection now yes, as well, same. even if they're not the most, uh, how would you say, the most bling of figures. They've dated a little bit. Was well, that mad, sorry? They've dated a little bit compared to some of what we're getting now. Um, yeah, they're, they're quite basic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But nice to have but, yeah. in the collection. And same, if you can get them for yeah, 37 slash 50, um, absolutely yeah. still worth it. So yeah, um, I, I won't be displaying mine with them, um, with him. I'm not like him by himself. And I'm oh, going to okay. use, use his art as a comic figure. Yeah. Um, with a few tweaks. Uh, and then I got a couple of Zazars who've already been ripped apart for Mythic Customs. So. Oh, cool. Cool. Well, um, yeah, I, I I definitely defer to you when it comes to Lauren shelves because you have way more imagination on that side. So um, I'm going to go with the obvious uh, basic bitch that uh, everyone else is going to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, so... We also had, in uh, Newsy News, which we're still on, uh, almost an hour in, which is great, um, the Pop and Swap show on Mythic Customs is going on this week. Uh, actually, now while we're recording, you know, a little bit behind the curtain, or uh, very soon after we were, we've finished recording this. And uh, we're going to, I'm definitely going to look at that tomorrow's Joe and Jeremy Pop and Swap and yes. the Rising Suns wave as, as much as they can within, you know, obviously they're dealing with resin there for some of the bits. But uh, that's definitely the last little piece of the jigsaw in the sales piece for, for this wave. Uh, you know, getting the fans that have already ordered their all-ins and never, this is getting them to order their extras. You know, <laughs> that is literally the purpose, apart from being also a fantastic show to watch and fun. And, you know, we love those two guys. Uh, but there is a sales piece element to it. And there should be. Jeremy is director of sales and marketing. So, of course, there should be. Um, but, yeah, that's a fun show. Uh, anything in particular you've thought of that you'd like to see, maybe, or um, I never go into pieces, them. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I never go into them thinking about, oh, well, I hope they do this, but I come out of it going, oh, wow, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're you're happy to be surprised. Yeah, I'm yeah, just I just yeah. hope they do a lot of things with the dwarf pieces and even, you know, sacrosanct to the dwarf fans but maybe using the torsos or some of the the non-specific dwarf pieces in maybe a 1.0 build like a a normal size figure see how that looks uh you know mix and match the weapons and stuff like that yeah so very cool very cool i'm just hoping they show what we can do with atlas by picking it up and dropping it in the bin <laughs> I'll have none of that, Richard Jones. <laughs> You're going to get that in the guts every time you <laughs> S-talk. 
the Melbourne yeah. Bear from now on. As, as long as it's in the guts and not in the orbs. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll explain that in a little while, but that is uh, coming from our first Patreon episode uh, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes' time. Um, so yeah, Pop and Swap, uh, will you be? Will you have time to watch that this week or will it be a weekend activity for you guys or will you get to maybe sneakily watch it? It's probably going to be a weekend activity. Yeah. We've actually got a really quiet weekend this weekend, so that'd be nice. So, oh, um, nice. Yeah, I'm sure I can fit it. Got to get some new fish for the ta- for the fish tank. Uh, oh, and, cool! And obviously, uh, yeah, um, yeah, just relax and uh, catch up on some legions news. Cool. I actually met a friend of mine uh, uh, last weekend uh, in a shopping centre, and uh, I was chatting to him. And I went. He was actually getting some fish for his fish tank, so I actually went with him to, to look at what fish oh, he was cool. getting. Yeah. Just, what did he know, get? Uh, bunch of stuff like uh, he has a heated tank so I don't, I don't know what level yeah. you're at or whatever but like I, I know that's yeah, not mine's a, a fresh water fresh water heated one yeah I think he's the same exactly uh, yeah so he got a bunch of uh, different ones uh, nothing too I would say exciting but you know a few there was a few really funky ones there but they were all the the salt water yes yeah yeah, yeah all super bright ones tend yeah, to be salt yeah. water ones yeah uh, but cool, yeah. I think he had like three separate bags uh, of fishies that he was taking home. Very so. nice. And he already has some. No, he doesn't have a massive tank. He was looking at the bigger tanks going, yeah, that's, you know, we have this bit. They have actually moved into an apartment uh, last year, in the like, middle of last year. So uh, like a bigger apartment than they were in. And uh, they do mm-hmm. have a space kind of a bit like you with your collecting room. You know, they do have a space there that's ready to be utilized. They just have to do a few things before it all sets yeah. into place and it pretty much uh, uh, is set up, I think, for like a one one and a bit meter tank, maybe, you know, eventually. Oh, nice. Which, you know, nice. would be proper. Uh, yeah. I think the one he has now at the moment is a kind of a, you know, maybe two foot, maybe one and a yeah. half feet by. Yeah, two. mine, the one I've got at the moment in our living room is quite small, but I've got space for a 1.2 meter one. Oh, uh, nice. To my left here. Yeah. Which I feel guilty talking about because at the moment that space is taken up by our two gerbils. Oh, wow. Um, so we'd need them to, uh, you know, before I can get to the, the fish tank. <laughs> Sorry for laughing about the gerbils. Learn to swim. <laughs> Sorry about the gerbils. Or learn to swim, yeah. <laughs> learn to swim, yeah. Uh, there they're old men now. They're, they're three now, so they, they can't have too long left in them, bless them. There was an amazing song back in the day with Learn to Swim in the chorus. Anyone remember it? No? Okay. Someone will, surely. Um. Anyway, uh Pets, pets, pets. Yeah, I, I'd love actually a little fish tank in my toy room here. My thing is, I trust the neighbours to to feed the cats, you know, because that's easy. But the fish, I don't want to come back from our once or twice a year holiday or, you know, going away um, to dead fish. I just can't, couldn't take that coming back yeah, to dead Yeah, you can get some really good um, automatic feeders. I've got one. Oh, have tank. you? Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, maybe. you can set it to maybe. feed once, twice, three times a day, whatever you want, sort of thing. So, but on more exciting pet news, um, there's a Mancoon cattery that's actually closing in Luxembourg, or you know they they're moving away, uh, and they're selling. They've sold all their Mancoons, but they have one pregnant one left. And my wife was like, "What should we do?" And I said, "Well, we always talked about we'd want a Mancoon, and Mancoon are like you know." Dog-sized cats. Yeah, they're the massive, like, four-foot yeah, yeah. ones, aren't they? Like, yeah. our white one is a half-mancoon, so it's a bigger-than-normal house cat. 
we have a normal house cat, we have her son who's massive and we have her who's massive. So they're like six and a bit kilo, which uh, in American money is what? Uh, how many? Seven pounds in a kilo. So they're like 42 to 50 pound cats. Let's say. Um, is it? No, no, two pounds in a kilo. Two pounds. Two point two in a kilo. Two point two in a kilo. So yeah, so these are uh, like fourteen, fifteen pound cats we have. So um, yeah, so we're kind of on the list to possibly get a raccoon, depending on the price and what happens. Obviously, they has to have the babies. So, and it's still a good few number of weeks away, but uh, that could be something exciting for twenty twenty four. Very cool. And my well, my wife is way more the cat person than me, and I love cats, so uh, that's very exciting. There's a good chance. <laughs> There's a good chance. Well, you know, I'm I'm always happy with it. You know, cats are easy to look after. They make her extremely happy. Yeah, uh, I'm also extremely happy doing my thing and collecting my stuff and all that. So you know, yeah, I have sure. to mm. I have to respect her on that. But I'd also I actually also like it. So you know. Yeah. And I'd also like this massive beast to put manners in the other tree, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> one of you know. uh, one of the se- Yeah, you go, go. No, you go. I was gonna say one of the senior managers at my place has got um three main coons. Oh. Um he they they had a couple of cats and they got old and passed away. So as a surprise to his wife, he went out and bought three kittens. What he didn't know was that they're main coons. Oh, so he got them got, accidentally. Yeah. But he they just thought he was buying three nice cats. So they've now got three absolutely enormous cats. Wow. But they're usually quite expensive, so... Like, oh, he's 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 quite a way up in my organisation. Oh, so, okay, so he yeah, just there's, dropped... There's no shortage of money, yeah. He just dropped a lot of, maybe a thousand or more on a couple of cats and, and you know, maybe a couple of thousand yeah. on cats and just thought he had their fancy ones. Didn't realise he was building, getting a small tigers, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was. They got apparently he, he he's got like a big wooden four poster bed, and they just three of them just like claw the way up <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's kind of weird law of the jungle in our house. You know, the white one who's the mother of one of them, uh, and the kind of surrogate mother of the other one who came a bit later, who's tiny. We have like she's called Pixie. We called her Pixie when we got her because we kind of name our cats after characters in movies. So Ghost is the white one, Game of Thrones. Niffler from the Fantastic Beasts. And then this one was Pixie from uh, that Harry Potter thing where they had the Pixies. Um, I like I like Niffler, that's a yeah, good name for a cat. It is good, yeah. And you end up calling him Niffy, you know, so, but also... For a second, I thought I thought you said Stifler. I was going to say, mm, no. I'm not sure how appropriate that is for a cat. No, and our, uh, our relations next door call him Nibbler. I just cry every time I hear it. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, Pixie actually turned out to be a pixie. She's tiny. <laughs> She's like two and a half, three kilos. And we brought her to the vet at some stage to get, uh, at the time, to get neutered. And we had to actually take her home because she wasn't big enough. She wasn't heavy enough. Oh, bless. And the the vet was like, I, I would be afraid to give her the, the anesthetic to put her to sleep because she's still a bit too small. So we fed her like all we could for the next month or two. And <laughs> she put on like half a kilo and that was just about enough. And uh, she's pretty much stayed there since. So she's tiny in comparison to the other two. But that's apparently the, her size. So Pixie was the perfect name for her. There so, you go. So there you go. 
So we stayed in a holiday cottage two, maybe three years ago. Now it was in COVID times, uh, and there was a cat. So it was on a, they, there was these two cabins on a on a farm, and one of the farm cats started coming into the house, um, even though it wasn't meant to. Um, and it was called TVA, and we were like TVA. Um, and the guy was like, "Oh, it's tiny voice cat, a uh, tiny voiced animal." Oh, TVC, that must mean tiny voice cat. The so TVC, <laughs> and it, when it meowed, it was like meow. <laughs> it was the quietest meow you've ever heard in your life. So they called it tiny voiced cat. <laughs> I quite like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> it was such a lovely cat. It was just like constantly sat on your knee every time you opened the front door. This cat just ran in, and jumped onto the sofa. It's like, come on then. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. I, I like. Often you don't have time to figure out the personality before you have to give it a name or before you feel like you should. But when you get the opportunity like that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Or I always feel like if, you know, if you inherit an animal or, you know, either from a shelter, if you go and rescue an animal that's already a couple years old and it has a name and you don't like the name, what do you do then? It's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. My my folks got a dog yeah she's about 10 months old i think okay shelter uh and they changed the name and she was fine with it sort of thing but yeah if the dog's like two or three years old that might be an issue or the animal is two or three years old yeah and and you kept the name or no they changed it so i can't remember what the name was originally but they changed it's amber so there's a massive rottweiler stuff as you like looking but called amber amber come here amber amber (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she actually came from Ireland originally too. Oh, okay. um, which they knew because the tail was docked, which is illegal in the UK, but wasn't at that point in Ireland. I'm not sure if it is okay. now or not. But yeah, I know there was a lot of cowboy activity going on in Ireland with regards to dog breeding at some point, uh, and a lot of it was uh, people in the UK. Not, I mean, obviously it was Irish people involved, but a lot of it was due to the demand from the UK. Shall we say? Yeah, people because yeah. obviously UK is fifty million people, Ireland's four, four or five million people, um, and if the rules were a bit stricter in the UK, uh, maybe Ireland was able to supply what was required or what was wanted. So yeah, um, interesting. So anyway, that was pet talk for this week. <laughs> maybe that could be a regular sec- section, as the, especially if we get the mancoon. I mean, if I have a, a cat that's like that big. And if we do live streams later in the year, I'm just going to have it on my shoulder or something. You know, this is definitely going to attract some viewers. <laughs> Bring it along to Legion's Con and ride it round, John. Yeah, and <laughs> and then I'll put some of my figures for sale on the on the groove and say from a pet free, smoke free home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most importantly, smoke free though it is smoke free. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's most people's concerns. Anyway, you know. I do understand some people like pet free as well, and that can be a selling point. But uh, it's really tricky this day and age. I mean, you can't even say it's pet free home, Rich. You have fish. I do. <laughs> I don't. I don't tend to put the figures in the tank, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's still a pet. Still a pet. Not a pet free home. You know, <laughs> it's a hairy pet free home. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be looking at eBay listings going, is that figure in a fish tank? It is. I thought I'd demonstrate it. Yeah, yeah well, it's an Acmo man figure. Come on. I know yeah. it's still mint and packaged, but maybe not anymore. <laughs> the bubble is waterproof. The rest, the cardboard, not so much. Ironically. 
<laughs> Ironically. Okay, and then uh, last but not least that I have in my news, unless you boys have news, uh, is Eric Treadway is going to be on Shooting the Shelf this Sunday night. So our two buddies, uh, Jesse and Curtis, have got one of the big fish. They had Corn Boy this time last year. They have Eric uh, this year. Uh, both awesome interviews. Uh, very different uh, personalities, but awesome in their own way. Um, Eric is obviously master sculptor, master master of mythic, cosmic, and figure obscure, I would say, in the design. Um, and uh, they're also, I think they have a post up in the cabal where you can ask a question for Eric and they're going to pick the best 10 or so or whatever. Uh, so go and have That's a look. Yeah, go. That's just lazy podcasting. Guys. What were your own <laughs> questions? Dear God. I'm sure they, I'm sure they will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given how prepared they were on the show that we were on with them, they definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's also given the fact they, they're a live stream, so they like the old fan interaction and, uh, you know, especially helps them with their show and that's awesome. Um, so yeah, give that a blast. Uh, obviously don't ask the dumb, when is the dragon coming question and, you know, whatever. Ask more interesting questions than that. That would be great. Um, so best of luck with that, boys. And uh, shall we go on to uh, talking a little bit about television, movies and uh, all that kind of stuff? Just to vary it up this week. I think you've had enough legions from us this week. Sound good? Yeah. Yeah, sounds very good. I need to record more music. Um, Radio. So, uh, what we wanted to talk a little bit about is what we've been watching recently, because I think that's always interesting. Uh, people, I mean, I know when I meet people, I'm always talking about uh, what I watch. Uh, I, I came in on my wife and a couple of her friends were over to visit a couple of weeks ago, and I was out with one of the kids at some taxing them to something or another, and I came back home. And they were right in the middle of talking about all the series that they watch. And the first thing was, it wasn't How's It Going, John. It was, what's that series with that actor, with that guy that yeah. we saw three weeks ago? <laughs> and it was brilliant. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, that one. And they're like, yeah, OK, oh, you have to watch that. And they're on their phones, on their notes app, typing in, you know, I've got to watch this. So, you know, it's part of, it's really part of culture now everywhere. You know, you don't have to be a nerd to like all these shows. It helps <laughs> with some of them, that's for sure. But uh, so, what are you boys, Mal? What do you? Uh, what have you been watching recently? That's that's of note. a lot. I was making a list, and, I thought, <laughs> and there's probably more than this. Well, I know so, you know. Mal, uh, as I, we mentioned, Mal, did you check the list twice? <laughs> <laughs> are you naughty or nice? Trying to find out. Is it naughty or nice? It's, um, it's all nice. It's all uh, nice. <laughs> as we have previously mentioned, you know, this is literally a passion for you. This uh, you know TV yes. movie yeah. uh, world. You know, <laughs> it's a good. It's a good way of excusing sitting on your ass, isn't it? All for hours a day. Yeah, you know, I've, stu to do. I've studied all this stuff, you know. Other people are reading, you know, economics textbooks and, you know, chemistry books because they studied in uni and you're like, well, movies, you know, I studied them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not those kind of movies. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're just general interest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so... Mal, what if you know? Give us, give us something that you've been watching recently that you think uh, is worth a mention. I've, I've um, well, I've, I've sort of split it into movies and TV. Well, give us TV so, first. Let's go through TV yeah. first. So, TV, 
I'm possibly a bit behind uh, other people. Oh, I'm um, wise, but most it, of mine are out years. All <laughs> uh, right, okay. Well, I mean, if we're going with um, what people should watch, because I've watched a couple of things, I'm like, eh, but should watch. Reacher season two is currently on. Oh, on that's, on my, that's on my oh, to-watch list, yeah. I'm kind of so letting good. it build up because we had a couple of other things to watch. Yeah, yeah, I've sort of watched it alongside other things, but um, really good again. So season one was fantastic. Um, is it his name Alan Richter? I think uh, excellent casting for it. Um, he's he's apparent. He's kind of gone out. Richardson, Alan, Alan, Alan Richardson. Richardson, is it? Yeah. Richardson, not Richardson. Okay, Richardson. Richardson. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Rich, yeah you didn't yeah, know. Yeah. You didn't know. Yeah, you thought you had a daughter. Yeah. He's not built as well as me, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and he, I mean, he's, he's said previously he'd quite like to be Batman, and I've got to say, I wouldn't have a problem with him being Batman. He's uh, yeah, he could be Batman, he could be He Man as well. I'll take him. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, you know, he's he's and and, and Reach is fun. It's. Yeah, how it's is season good... two, like without spoilers, we won't do spoilers for, for special no, stuff no. like Reacher. I mean, obviously for stuff, for it's... older stuff, that's okay. But uh, think, uh, compared it... to season one, is it is it kind of continued? It's more more, more of the same, same. Yeah. quality. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's fun. Yeah. You know, there's moments that are a bit cheesy, really, but actually you just go, yeah, come on. <laughs> you know? um, yeah. Um, and... Uh, Good action, yeah. A good story, you know. Um, yeah, I love. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's a great series. We, uh, I was me and my daughter were both poorly a couple of weeks before Christmas at the weekend, so Holly was just in her room playing on a switch as children do. Um, and me and my good lady wife binge watched our way through the entire eight episodes first series again in a day. I just sat there, just oh wow. <laughs> oh, so you'd already uh, watched, and watched it and you rewatched it? Yeah. Cool. We, uh, and just loved it again and then watched the first three episodes of series two and then Christmas arrived. So we're a few behind now, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. as Miles said, it's such a good series. Yeah. I mean, that's how I judge the kind of reach of a series like this or reach or reach of a series, you know, the kind of broad appeal. I mean, my, my wife loved it as well. So, you know, we both watch it like she, she loves the kind of humor. And also I think what's really important to her in a series is when there's a little bit of an edge to it in terms of, you know, the characters have a little bit of something to them that's kind of a bit edgy and a bit sassy without being yeah. over the top, but, you know, kind of uh, uh, almost what you just described, proper personality, you know, really, yeah. you can almost tell from the first couple of scenes, this is a really well-developed character. It's not just this kind of plain vanilla muscly uh, dude. This guy has a lot of stuff going on and the quips, you know, the 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 kind of stuff, you know, the kind of dry, straight-faced, but then, like, just comes out with an absolute zinger. That is really good TV when, when it's yeah. well-written, you know? So, um, yeah, Reacher, I can't wait to watch season two. It's definitely on my to-watch uh, side of things. Um, All right, Rich, what have you uh, been watching? Miles recently? nicked my top one with okay. that one. So, um... Okay, well, you still got to talk about it, you know. Yeah, no, we're all, me and my good lady wife are watching uh, the rookie at the moment. Oh, my my wife um, started that actually as a as a kind yeah. of a without me now because uh, she always has something she's watching when 
I'm not around if she wants to just slob in front of the TV because the kids are kind of occupied and she has a bit of time. She's not working at her desk. Um, no, it's so, um, it's good. It's a really good, good fun. It's it's much lighter than something like Reacher. Yeah, um, yes. characters don't have edges; they're just soft around the edge sort of characters. But it's um, it's a good, it's really good fun. Um, the characters are well done. Um, Nathan Fillion in the lead role. Mm, he's good like actor. a 40s plus something guy that decides he wants to join the police. Um, yeah, he carries it along sort of thing. He's really good. But the sporting cast are really good as well. And it's just it's just fun, easy to watch TV. Yeah. Cool. And um, that's on Netflix. Oh, and they also... Uh, that one is on Now TV in the UK. Okay. It's on Netflix here. So I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, but Reacher is definitely on Prime everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it's a prime series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say with the rookie as well is there's now a spin-off series called um I think it's the the rookie feds or feds rookie or oh, something okay. like that. I thought it was going to um, be what's before rookie the yeah, virgin. And what, <laughs> <laughs> uh and one of the lead actors in that is a massive mythic legions collector. Oh, he was oh, the guy wow. that was on Trevor and uh on with Trevor oh, and Nate guy. on Legion's lounge. What, yeah. What's his name again? Eric Winter is that no. Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do the Pete McCarthy IMDb. Uh, yes, so I what's the name of the name, series? Oh. Rookie, uh, the Rookie, Rookie Feds. Feds or something like okay. that. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's one you of the lead characters talking. in that sort of thing. So he's been they've introduced them into in the Rookie series as a way of you know like crossover sort of thing to introduce them. And I was like, that guy, he collects Mythic Legions, and Kerry's like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I, I said, him, whenever you see him on. Whenever you see him on screen, he was talking on when he was on Legion's Lounge about how he always has a little Yoda figure somewhere on his... I was like, so there he is playing a serious FBI agent and you know there's a little Yoda figure tucked into his suit pocket or something, so... Yeah, Mal, you were awesome. spot on. Eric Winter, yeah. Is it? Eric Winter is the guy's name, yeah, the lead actor there. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. This uh, He's a very good-looking man. I'd say he's one of the best-looking uh, Legion's double... collectors. Yeah, that's not the guy. I was oh, that's of. not the guy. Okay. There's an, uh, Kevin Zegers looks very young. It can't be him. Yeah. Uh, no, it's an older guy. I'm sorry. We probably want to get him on the series, but I shouldn't call him an older guy. Oh. Uh, no, Eric Winter's in The Rookie itself. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, okay. I, it, I don't know. Oh, is it the is he, this, this Felix Sol's guy, is it? Yes, that's the fellow. Oh, right. Ah, yeah, because I, I recognised him and must have seen him on Trevor's show. Yes. Yeah, he was oh, on okay. Legion's Lounge. He was holding the oh, troll wow. all the way through it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, he's, wow. 50, he's 52. There you go. Yeah. So that's more so in the still book. young is what we're saying. <laughs> forever young. <laughs> 52 is the new 32, forever. I hope. Anyway, well, I'm yeah, not there yeah, yet, yeah, but, yeah. you know, no, I'm yeah. definitely as I, turned, as I turn 50 later this year, I very much hope 52 is the new 32. <laughs> well, it's the year of 50s for you because it's our 50th episode soon and uh, you turn 50 then. Later yep. in the year, so yeah. If we get our skates on, we can get to 100 before you're 50. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. June, so good luck with that. Oh, yeah, that would be that would be really no, even if we add up Patreon episodes and the other ones, that wouldn't make 100, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so, what have you been watching, John? What's uh, yeah, so uh, my number one that I've been just been watching is uh, actually realized I've been watching Apple TV uh, pretty much exclusively at the moment which is amazing uh and i feel like like apple tv there isn't huge amount of stuff on them there is stuff on there uh but they seem to have very good quality control or at least i feel like they do 
you know. Um, and the one that I um, really wanted to talk about was uh, Trying. It's a, it's a series called Trying. It's a kind of a joint venture with the BBC. I think it's the second one they did. Um, and do you remember a 1990s series uh, in the sitcom genre called Mad About You? American one with Paul Reiser, Paul Reiser, Helen Hunt, set in New York. It's about yeah. this couple, yeah. right? And mm. uh, it was kind of funny and, you know, it was, but it was very kind of true to life. If you were in a couple at all, you kind of related to it, you know. It was a bit exaggerated and whatever, but it was... This is a little bit like a modern version of that. It's a sitcom, it's about half an hour episodes. As a couple, the, the start, the, the title of the series is trying, they're basically trying to have a baby, you know, and they find out very early, so it's not a spoiler, in the thing that they can't have kids. It doesn't work. Uh, so then they go down the adoption route and they explore that. And, of course, that's absolutely heartbreaking, a lot of it, because, uh, you know, it's pretty tough what the kids have to go through and to even adopt a baby you know when it's clear that they're suitable for it they still have to jump through hoops for it you know and they're still adopting like a nine-year-old kid you know (laughs) Uh, and it turns out a nine-year-old kid and the brother uh, and then they can't adopt them both you know it kind of comes into it so uh, but it's very very funny it's very very sweet Um, it's kind of very easily watched, but it's also really a binge watch because you kind of jump from episode to episode. It's really well written. Uh, the British thing is really, really attractive for me. I don't know why, because I just like it's a bit like the Ted Lasso thing. It just really um, it has that kind of same vibe, you know, it, it it's realistic, true to life with it's still a bit glossy, but really, really, really nicely done, funny and uh I couldn't recommend it enough. Uh, if you sat down there with your other half, uh, whoever it may be, and whether you have kids or not, it's or even if you're single, it's an absolutely fantastic watch. Uh, and there's three series currently, I think, eight, nine episodes a season. Um, and there's a fourth one on the way. So although I think they don't need a fourth one, the three were perfect. We just finished it recently. Uh so that's my number one. I'll go straight into number two then, just to keep the flow going. And it's also Apple TV, and it's a series called Mythic Quest. Now, when I heard about this, I was like, uh, I kind of thought it was a documentary almost, you know, a, a little bit like when I watched The Office back in the day. I kind of thought, is this real or is this a kind of a thing? It's not The Office at all, but it is very much kind of, exaggerated true to life kind of almost spoof but not quite spoof and it's set in a fictional video game uh, studio and they run basically the world's biggest uh, multi uh, massive multiplayer online role playing game so uh, and it's called Mythic Quest and uh, the start of the program is they're releasing an update called Raven's Banquet which is I think the subtitle of the series and that's the kind of big hook for the start of it. And then you get to know all the people that work there and all the characters. And they're all a little bit off the wall. Um, the main guy, uh, and he's one of the writers as well, is called Rob McElhinney. And he was uh, in It's All of a Sunny in Philadelphia. So if you know that series. It's and more of, importantly, co-owner of Wrexham Football Club. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but really excellently written. <laughs> really, really good. Um 
I think they have Ubisoft on board, who is the computer game company for a lot of the art kind of stuff. There is bits of the game in between it, uh, in between the kind of scenes. And uh, and also, you know, when they're talking about making changes to the game and kind of, you know, whatever, um, there is a kind of thing. So it's not a real game, obviously, but there is it, there is enough in the series that would convince you it is a real game. Um, and it's really cool, you know, there's there's people there that are, you know, there's a, there's kind of two girls there at the start that are, their job was just to play the game all day and to find the bugs, <laughs> you know, to find the problems. And they have a kind of a, a special relationship together and, you know, whatever. Um, there's the guy who's the, I think he was also in, it's always Sonny, I can't remember his name, but um, he he's the kind of executive director and he kind of thinks he's everyone's boss but he's nobody's boss, you know, because nobody does what he says. Uh, there's the one, there's the Australian girl. She's um, she's Asian background, but she's Australian, clear from her accent. And I looked her up. Uh, her name is uh, Charlotte Nicado, and she's um, she's the head of the development. So she's the kind of head of all the developers. Uh, and these are all these, these uh, programmers that are sitting at their computer and they, you know, they feel like really downtrodden and whatever. And they don't listen to her at all. But she always pulls it out of the bag from that side. But she always gets treated like crap as well. One, because she's a woman, it seems. And two, because um, they don't take her seriously in terms of the development of the game. But when she decides to kind of not do what she's supposed to do, then they realise how important she is. Um, And yeah, your man Rob, who's the kind of head of it all, and he's got a massive ego and he's really funny and he's a bit of a Brent character, but not quite. Um. Uh, and it's just really good. I haven't finished uh, what's out there yet of it, but really loved it so far. Uh, and that's one I'm watching on my own. Uh, so I watch it in between when uh, when my missus isn't around and uh, when I have time to watch TV. So, yeah, that's my one. You've watched Mythic Quest, Mal, or... Yeah, yeah, I watched all of it quite yeah. quickly. It was uh, a few huh? episodes, a night job. Yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic show. Um, I think you can sort of... Charlie Day, who's also writes Always Sunny, is one of the writers of it as well. And you can kind mm-hmm. of see elements of It's Always Sunny, but I'd argue the characters are much more likable and it's more it's funnier than Always Sunny. I know a lot of people like It's Always Sunny, but the most I ever find it is amusing. I've got to, I've sort of worked my way to series six of Always Sunny and still only ever amused by it. So, yeah, I, I recommend Mythic Quest, though. I think it's, uh, yeah, really funny. Have you uh, watched Mythic Quest, Rich? I haven't. I will give it a go now. That sounds exactly the sort of thing I'd like. Oh, yeah, it's it's excellent. It's and it's, it's really, again, they're not too long episodes. They're always in the 30 to 40 minute mark. Um, We've got Apple for another three weeks before the oh, the so definitely. Out, I cancelled it. So, oh, yeah, definitely get it in there. Yeah. I'm going to watch it, yeah. Definitely, the head writer. I've just looked up his name because I couldn't remember it. But the guy, it's uh, a head writer's called CW, and he's so funny. Yeah, he's 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 he's, he takes himself really seriously, and of course, he's writing for. Oh yeah, that's the old guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who basically thinks he's like writing Tolkien, you know? Yeah, yeah. Within the within the game, you know, but actually, he doesn't know what he's at, and. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. actually always at the mercy of you know the the programmers and whatever else you know. 
Um, but really it, but yeah, accidentally sometimes some of the stuff he suggests end up being big money spinners. So not exactly maybe brilliant <laughs> stories, uh, but okay. like, you know, suddenly he says something and they kind of try it and next thing it's like it <laughs> kind of accidentally makes them millions of um, dollars in kind of uh, people buying, uh, you know, upgrades and all that. So, yeah. Um, who will we go to next? You, Mal, are you, you got one in there? Um, yeah, the yeah, I've got. Uh, so the other thing, I, I cancelled my Netflix account and added Paramount Plus to my Amazon account. Uh, so there's loads of stuff on there that I've, I've been, oh, yeah, I'll watch that, I'll watch that. Yeah, we and, don't uh, have Paramount here, so I'm very interested to hear what's on it. Well, the one I've been watching, because I'd heard so many good things about it, was Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Oh, um, so even really in the nerd it. realm, yeah. You enjoy it? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love that one, Mal. It's probably my favourite Star Trek I've done in a long while. So what, uh, think, yeah. when was that made? Is that fairly recent? or? It's in the last couple of years, ah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think it was started in possibly 2020. Two, maybe? Yeah, they've done, they've done uh, two okay, series. Okay, so it's recent. It's very yeah, recent. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's got Aaron... Oh, give me a second. I can't remember his, uh, his name. Aaron Mount... Anson Mount, sorry, playing uh, Christopher Pike, who was kind of meant to be the captain of the Enterprise before Kirk became the captain of the Enterprise. Uh, and so it's sort of the story of him and him being the captain of the Enterprise. Um um, I'm not the biggest Star Trek nerd, so it's not that it appeals from that point of view, but it's just, it's really cool. It's really good. Um, yeah, and they've got a couple of the original series characters in it, haven't they, Mal? So Spock it, yeah. and Uhura are both Sp- in it. The guy, I think the guy playing Spock, Ethan Peck, he's called, is is absolutely, he is, for me, better than um, oh, the guy who played it in the movies. Um, oh, it's... Um, the guy from Heroes played it in the movies. It is. I know who you mean, and you're right. Yeah, yeah. Ethan yeah. Peck is definitely better. Than yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, the again, it's a, a Rebecca Rome, Romian, Roman Stamos, as she used to be called, Rebecca Roman, playing um, the uh, the number one character, so the sort of second in command. Um, and she's fantastic. They're all really good, really good characters. Really, really strong. Each of them. All of them get a decent amount of screen time as well. Um, it's not sort of solely focused on the captain. Um, yeah, that's brilliant. Really worth. Would you watch. say Star Trek is now kind of at the pinnacle in terms of production level of what they do, or you know, back in you know, compared to what they've done in the past, are they at twenty twenty three levels of like? It does it reflect? I of, think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean. I, w- I did watch and I enjoyed the pick. Well, I enjoyed series one and series three of Picard and that was possibly even higher budget than this. They were more like movies in, in the way they looked and were shot. Um, and honestly, they should have just done what they did for the third season and called it it. And that was the end of Picard, to be honest, because that was the perfect yeah. end to Picard. Um, but this this is more it's got the look more of the um the other the previous series, but as you said, yeah, very much updated, very modern, very you know, they're spending a yeah. lot of money on it, clearly. Yeah. yeah. In in my opinion, because they've done Star Trek Discovery, 
which is one that brought it all back, uh, Strange New Worlds and Picard. And Strange New Worlds, in my opinion, is the best of the three. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. By quite a long way. It's um, The other two are good, but this is there's just something about this. It's just excellent. Anson Mount is superb as Pike. Yeah. He's, yeah. Um, he really, you know, and they, they, I quite like the fact that you get some episodes where he's barely in it, you know, yeah. which is really nice to see for a, a show where there's a, dis, a definitive main character, yet he's barely in an episode sort of thing because the yeah. rest of the, the crew can, and the actors can carry it off. And I have a very unhealthy fascination with the uh, the female security chief on board, <laughs> uh, the Enterprise in Strange New Worlds as well. So, <laughs> you, you, you and me both, my friend. You and me both. Well, I love to, I love to, I love to really her is. out. Then. I'm not a Star Trekky. No, I have watched a bit of it. In my Christina head. Chong, and she's she's yeah. English. So. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, what would be the best era of? For Star Trek in terms of writing. So we've established now that the current Star Trek production values up here. But I mean, now I, kn- I know you're not maybe Trekkie Trekkies, but like, uh, it, is the writing currently as good as you've kind of experienced? I'd oh, say the writing right. now is better. Better, yeah. I think I think when you had the next generation, Deep Space Nine and Voyager. Yeah. Deep Space Nine is what I used to watch in the 90s, yeah. It was it was quite formulaic. Yeah, it was a um, bit like CSI kind so, you of know, thing. Yeah, it was you know it was well written, but it, it wasn't anything special. Yeah. Um, whereas this, they're really pushing the boundaries and they're really okay. Sort of so going they're for linking it. up, uh, you know, episodes yeah, that, that, and yeah. as an overall arc. That's the one thing I would. Yeah, I think Rich is right. There were touches on it. There is they're stepping outside of the formula a lot more with Discovery, with Picard, and with Strange New Worlds. Is they. They they don't feel like they're oh my we've got this is Star Trek we've got to do this this mm. and this they they feel like they they're writing with a bit more freedom definitely um, although I know a lot of people who are well not a lot who are Star Trek fans I know a number of Star Trek fans and a lot of them seem to really like Deep Space Nine which oh one of my least favorite but <laughs> it was my favorite of the 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 you know that era Star Trek really yeah. yeah. What I would say as well, I mean, we're obviously talking Star Trek, but if you like the recent Star Treks and what they've done, um, watch the Orville, um, which yes. is a Seth, Seth MacFarlane Star Trek parody almost. Um, three well, series, I'd... and I say it's better than the, the Star yeah. Trek stuff at the moment. It's that well written. Well, I'd say up until perhaps Strange New Worlds, even. It was the best Star Trek thing there was, <laughs> modern Star Trek thing there was. Uh, but I think Strange New Worlds is is really good. It's uh, really really good. So very cool, very I'm really cool. That. Um, right, Rich, what have you got for us? Well, me and Mal have very similar tastes because he's done two that were on my list. Now. <laughs> um, I, I didn't um, think we should coordinate the prep of this because I thought spontaneity would be better. Yeah, but that's luckily funny. I think me and Mal have both got plenty, so yeah, we were okay. Um, one I'm watching uh, now, and my daughter's watched it with us, so it's great. Is oh, um, that's cool. A, a UK, well, there's an American version and a UK version. Uh, it's a comedy called Ghosts. Okay, don't know it. Which is um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Horrible Histories TV program. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. by the people that did that basically. So all the actors from that are in it. And it's about this young couple that inherit an old stately home. Um, and they move in and the home's haunted. So there's there's um, ghosts from various periods through history that 
haven't been able to move on for one reason or another. So they're in the house. Um, and then I won't give any spoilers away, but the, the, the woman out of the young couple that move in uh, through particular events can all of a sudden see the ghosts and interact with them and talk to them sort of thing. Um, and it's just, it's just a really, really cleverly well done program. Uh, we're watching it with my 11 year old and she's fine to watch it, but there's some proper saucy comedy in there as well for the adults. And you're like guffawing away sort of thing at it. Um, but it, it's just, it's just really well written, very cleverly written. It's, because the the characters, the ghosts range from a caveman, so he's been stuck in that one place for ten thousand plus years, up to a Second World War army officer, a uh, British politician who died in a sex party sort of thing. So he's constantly <laughs> walking around with no trousers on. There's just a a jacket and shirt and nothing, and suspender, you know, leg suspender type thingies and nothing else. Um, there's like a Boy Scout leader from the eighties, really nice guy that got killed by one of his Boy Scouts by accident. Um, there's a, there's one character that was beheaded, um, in the sort of civil war period. So the body keeps losing the head and all that. It's just really cleverly done. Um, I'd say there is an American version. So American listeners may prefer that one. I personally don't. I think it's terrible. Have you watched, um, you, you've obviously watched an episode or two. I got 15 minutes into the first one. The oh, American okay. one just turned off in horror. Fair enough. Um, it was just like, nope, no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, it's just really, there's four series and a couple of Christmas specials. Um, it's just finished its run, actually, uh, um, uh, on the BBC in the UK at Christmas. But it's it's great. It's just fun. It's light. But there are some quite serious topics. You get really, really attached to all the ghosts. They they spread the load really well, sort of thing. Um, and it's just very funny that, you know, it's all the people that were in Horrible Histories and wrote that and acted in that. So they know what they're doing in terms of comedy. So yeah, it's just great fun. Excellent. It's going on my list then to try. Um, yeah, I do see here. Yeah, it's the first uh, watershed comedy in the UK that's suitable for both adults and uh, younger kids alike or younger people alike. So, yeah, yeah, there's as I say, most of it's fine. There's a couple yeah. of things that we watched a couple of episodes yesterday and, and Holly was just watching it and me and Kerry looking at each other going, like, oh, my God, that's so funny, but so inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's it, for me. It's always fine as long as it, it doesn't generate the awkward question or two. You know. Yes. No, this won't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I mean, I have got a bunch of stuff on my list, but I'm not going to go through all of them. Sure. I think the one that's sort of a bit family friendly, or well, it's for kids really, um, that I quite, but I quite enjoy it. the story is uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians on um, Disney Plus. Okay. I've been watching that. Cool. Yeah. So, um, what is that? An animated or is it a? No, no, it's live action. It's basically a retelling or rehash of... They, they've had a couple of movies. The first movie, um, it's basically the, the redo of that story. Um, I know, I mean, I'm not a... I've not read the books. I'm not a, a fan from that perspective, but I, enjoy, I enjoyed the two movies. I, I kind of like the concept of you know, the myth and the fantasy element coming into the real world. And um, and it's more of the same, really. I think, you know, if you, if you like it, if you like the books, give it a go. Um, yeah, like I've, watched the, I've watched the first couple of episodes of that, Mal. It's, um, yeah. And then Kerry and Holly started watching it without me because I was, I was out <laughs> one evening. Disgraceful. Um, oh, but it's mean. really good fun. The films were good. You know, it's 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 a cool concept of like a demigod sort of thing and lots yeah. of demigods and that sort of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Would like you say it. suitable yeah. for 
kids or it is it's a kid oh, 100% it's aimed at yeah. kids yeah the, i think the book was a young teens book and and the tv show this one particularly is for young well mm, maybe young teens maybe cuz there's a bit that think stuff that could be considered a bit gruesome but no oh, yeah okay actually gruesome <laughs> yeah Fair enough. Uh, yeah, my last one uh, that I had on the TV stuff was uh, Severance on Apple TV. Another Apple TV. I don't know if you've watched Severance. Um, uh, so the first series uh, is out and actually the second series is coming out soon. So I'm only halfway through the first series, but we only started watching it two nights ago. Um, I kind of always wanted to watch it. It was one of those series that I thought, I'm not sure, or, like I read up about it and I was like, I'm don't think my wife would really, you know, I don't want it to be another one of these. We watch 15 minutes and she goes, nah, we need to watch something else. That's kind of, I always find that a bit soul destroying. So I kind of was like, it was always on my list to kind of start myself uh, when I had the time. And uh, obviously I'm still on Mythic Quest, so I hadn't got to it. And I said, oh, I, I kind of explained to her and she was kind of intrigued. And then we watched the first episode and uh, she she was into it straight away. So I was like, okay, awesome. Now it's slow. It's definitely slow going. And it, the first episode, especially, I found a bit, uh, I would say d- disturbing is the wrong word, but a little bit claustrophobic or something, you know. Yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, uncomfortable. Of, yeah. Um, yeah. But then you get into it. I love, I'm much, so the basic concept is uh, they have signed up to this program at where they work, where that their their mind gets wiped every time they leave uh, the work in terms of they don't know when they're outside of work, anything about work and they don't know anything about uh, the outside of world when they're in work. So when they're in work, they think they're constantly in work because when they go home, they just think they come back within five seconds. You know, they think they're back in the door because um, they don't have any. So they get like a chip implanted and they've signed up for this program and it's a kind of a thing. It's called that's the severance program. Um, so that's a very interesting concept in itself. And uh, it's also like a mind bender because you feel trapped in the work with the with them at the start. And then I felt great relief when there was some scenes from the outside world and the outside life of the main character, this Mark S guy. Uh, and I actually much prefer the outside scenes. <laughs> Somehow it seems to be more freeing. But the inside work scenes kind of color all that. Um, and it's, it's excellent. It's really excellent. I've heard uh, that it it doesn't like the, the whole series is good, so I haven't watched the whole lot of it yet. Uh, and lots of people are waiting for the second series to kind of uh, clear up some maybe cliffhangers and stuff that came from the first series. Uh, so that's exciting. It has a great cast. I mean, uh, uh, is it Patricia Arquette? Isn't it? Yes, big she, fan of Patricia yeah, Arquette. She was a big. Uh, ni- she was in a lot of cool movies in the nineties. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the Wolfman from Pulp Fiction. What's his name? Oh, I don't know, but uh, John Turturro or no, Adam no, Scott? No, 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 no. Oh, but Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Walken. he was in yeah, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's awesome as well, you know, he's in there. Uh, yes, yes. And uh, uh, the female character is great, uh, Brit something is her name. She's uh, yeah. fantastic. Uh, the main character, Adam Scott, uh, plays a guy called Mark really good and it's a lot of it's shot at this big complex in New Jersey apparently I read up a bit about it 
Um, right, okay. Uh, this former Bell Labs uh, office office kind of building. It's a little bit dystopian looking. And the, apparently they've converted a lot of it these days now into retail and kind of uh, more modern office sharing kind of blocks. But apparently some of it's still uh, being developed or unused or whatever. And they actually started, they had due to start filming this series on the day COVID lockdown started. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then they got, um, they got back up and running, obviously, in November or so of the COVID year. Um, and they filmed the, but they eventually started filming the opening series, uh, the, the opening day of uh, filming or the opening scenes were filmed on January the 6th, 21, which is, again, a very famous day in American history. Mm-hmm. in terms of the capital rights and all that. So <laughs> I guess they almost feel a little bit cursed. But uh, it's a really excellent uh, series and I can't wait to watch more of it. Um, and I'm actually keeping my wife away from watching more of it by chatting to you, lovely gents. So there you go. <laughs> so we'll get yes, back my to family are having to go without ghosts tonight too. I'm not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's a small sacrifice uh, they have to make. Exactly. For you, you know, would you, would you, would they prefer you stayed another three hours in the pub and came home absolutely in a bits tonight? <laughs> no, no, exactly. and they'll appreciate me all the more tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> very good. So, has anyone got any more TV series they want to shout out before uh, uh, maybe we talk about uh, a couple that we're maybe looking forward to? Yeah, I want to shout out the Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, that's um, excellent! Which is a yeah, Netflix we watched series. that. We really, watched that. Really excellent. Really, really good. Yeah, criminal lawyer series. Yeah, really clever, really cleverly done. Uh, the characters really well fleshed out. Um, the the premise is that it's a lawyer that does his best work inside his Lincoln, which yeah. is why he's a Lincoln lawyer. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a driver car. to drive him around, and he's coming back off an addiction issue and that sort of thing. So it's how he copes with all that. It's um both series have been really, really good so far. Yeah, I have to say the Lincoln lawyer is well worth the watch. Yeah, well worth yeah. the watch. Uh, and then the other one I chuck in is an older one, but is very much should be popular with uh, Mythic Legions fans, and it's The Last Kingdom. Oh, yeah, that's on my list to watch, actually. I haven't yeah. got round to it yet. Um, it's it's about a, a Saxon, Saxon boy um, who's, no, no, no particular spoilers because it happens right at the very start, but his, his uh, natural dad is killed fighting the Danes, and then the Danes adopt him and raise him as one of their own. Um, so there's this constant tension of, can the Danes trust him because he's originally Saxon? Can the Saxons trust him because he speaks and sounds like a Dane now and this sort of stuff? And it's um, it's set during the period of... Um, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Harold the Great? No, not Harold the Great. Oh, I've forgotten the king's name. Alfred the Great. Ah, okay. So, um, One of those lads, of, anyway. Yeah, like 900s sort of thing. Okay, so uh, a little bit before King Arthur, is it? Yeah. Or well, probably after when King Arthur was meant oh, to be. Was he not 10 something? No? No, Arthur was like six, the five, six hundreds. Oh, was he? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Although he's always wearing like full medieval armour in the films and that sort of stuff. He's actually meant to be a lot So he was before the Battle of Hastings then. That's 1066, yes. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's the one maybe I was thinking of. Um, so there's there's five series and then a film as well. Um, and it's when the BBC did the first two series, then it moved on to Netflix. Um and I watched the first half of the first series in 2015 when it came out and didn't enjoy it at all. Oh. And then everyone, I kept seeing people talking about it going, it's brilliant, it's brilliant, give it time, it's great. So we watched it again in the road to Christmas and just binge watched all five series and the film. 
It's um, it's really good. It's a bit cheesy in places, but there's some really superb battle scenes, and there's loads and loads of battle scenes. It's um, sort of like you know, eight episode series, uh, best part of an hour each episode, and it's it's just a really good watch. Yeah, that's great. Uh, It's kind of on my list for uh, maybe the next time I have uh, a giant bout of man flu. uh, Yes. I'll I'll get tucked up uh, on the couch and watch a bit of The Last Kingdom. But yeah, no, I thoroughly recommend that one. Cool. So what about what we're looking forward to? So I'm going to shoot with my first one because it's coming very soon. Uh, It's Masters of the Universe Revolution. The I've second that, series yes. of the cartoon coming 25th of January. So this oh, month... annoyingly cancelled Netflix, haven't I? Damn it. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. How does I was going to wait. Surely till, the, uh, cheapest, the cheapest subscription Netflix is, is pretty cheap, no? It's like seven or something. Yeah, it's got adverts and shit like that. Oh, does it? Oh. Yeah. Do they not come after you? Uh, no, I, I haven't cancelled Netflix It'll be in since the I got It'll it. Be in the middle Do they not come after yeah. you with like really cheap offers? No, no, okay. no they haven't. No. It's like a, I cancelled, uh, I used to have uh, this VPN service called NordVPN because I got it one Black Friday for like really cheap. And it was handy uh, back, I needed it back in the day maybe to watch some, uh, some certain streaming. Uh, but I don't need it anymore. Um, and, uh, you know, because you could stream stuff from another that you were like in Ireland, you know, when I wanted to watch sports, basically, is what I needed it for. Yeah. I didn't don't need it anymore. So I cancelled it or like I let the subscription lapse and whatever and cancelled it. And then they say, oh, Black Friday, you'll never get a Black Friday deal again. You know, and then two weeks later, they're like, how about this deal? Even cheaper. You know? <laughs> and you're like, no, thanks. I'm good. I don't need you. But uh, yeah, so Moto Revolution. um Really excited for this one. I, I I really liked the first one. As maybe people said, didn't maybe have enough He-Man, but I still liked it. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with this one. I hope they don't do too much kind of uh, fan service, but actually tell a good story. And, uh, you know, I saw Nate Barch posted very recently uh, his poster, his art for this series. It is literally... Uh, give it to me. I'll hang it on my sitting room wall. I don't care what the wife says. It's going up there. You know, <laughs> this guy, it's that kind of yeah. cool. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. And also, also when a series like that comes, because I follow a lot of cool shows and podcasts that are into masters as well, such as our friends, uh, Stephen Jeremy and their show, the chats around it, what people think. It's also fun to listen to. So uh, I'm looking forward to all of that, good, bad and indifferent. So Mal, have you got anything on the looking forward to? Um, so I'll go with Echo first. I say oh, looking that's out forward today, isn't it? To, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm tentative about it, I'll be honest. There's just something about it that it's one of those they've used a character that I'm. You're like, there's so many well-known good characters they could have done this with. Why are they choosing this one? Yeah, but there are there is a lot about it that I thought, oh, that could be good. That could be good. I like. Um, oh, why have I gone blank on people's names? I like what's his name playing um, 
Kingpin. Um, oh, Vince uh, Donafrio. Uh, Donafrio, Vince Donafrio, that's yeah. it, yeah, Vince Donafrio. Um, I like him as yeah. Kingpin. So he'll and he'll be great. He's a fantastic actor. You know, he's. Um, we get to see Daredevil. Although I've seen th- things saying that the fight sequence between them's not very good. It's oh, a bit too choreographed. The, the Netflix so. ones were great with Daredevil. Yeah, 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 yeah. The fight scenes in those were amazing. Yeah, oh, that's disappointing. So, yeah, like, but yeah, I'll, I do like all these characters that are in it. I've kind of dropped off a bit the cliff with Marvel recently. Um, we would say within the last year or two, um, whatever phase is it five we're in now or something? No, still in four, four I think. Four, um, yeah, didn't have much apart from Spider Man, maybe, uh, there wasn't much to appeal to me in it. Kind of liked Loki, but uh, it was yeah, also was a tough watch, if you know what I mean. It was good, yeah, but it was yeah. also you had a little to bit. Watch it, you had to, yeah, 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 you couldn't yeah. have your, you couldn't be loop. scrolling your phone watching it, you know. No, um, I felt no rush to go see Loki, for instance. Yeah, I really. See the, that's been out quite a while now, but that's, you know, I'll watch it at some point. But I felt yeah. no rush to go to. Ah, okay, that's interesting. But um, so I think it was Maverick uh, Savage and asked in the in one of the groups today uh, why you know. Oh, Unlike the normal Disney stuff, why are they dropping uh, all the episodes of Echo at once? And uh, I kind of said, well, I don't know, but maybe they realised it was uh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's just a hunch. It's just a hunch. Yeah, I mean. Fingers so, crossed, it isn't. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I would be happier if it wasn't. But uh, yeah, it would be We're interesting. Exactly to that's another one. That's another one that I'm kind of interested uh, to hear the chatter about good, bad, or indifferent. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich, you got anything uh, you're looking forward to on the TV front? Uh, House of the Dragon. Oh, House good of call. Dragons, the Game of Thrones yeah. spin-off. Is that coming um, soon? I think May time. I think. Oh, okay. Good, good. So. Um, and that the the first series was it year before last? Now that was a genuine surprise at how good that was. That was excellent. It yeah, was because like, you know, uh, they balls up the last couple of series of Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I'll I'll argue the toss on balls up. I would say they were a little bit more disappointing than they should have been. They weren't desperate. They were still watchable. Mm, yeah, I'd I'd agree with that to a, an extent. The last series, though. They just rushed through the whole thing. It was rushed, yeah. It was a bit too rushed, yeah. 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 Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, there's really good characters. They're not afraid of killing characters off that you think, again, like the original Game of Thrones, you think are fine, they, they'll off them. Loads of dragons. So in the year of the dragon and Four Horsemen's dragon, then if you want to see some real TV dragons, then yeah. the dragons is the way to go. Um, and just a real simmering tension between the two main families and that sort of thing. It's It's very well done. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, so I, I'm really looking forward to that too as well. I didn't realise that uh, it was coming this year already. Um, so that's that's fun. Um, I also am looking forward to, and I think it's the final season of Sweet Tooth. I believe that's coming in this summer. You know, the Netflix series. Uh, yes, my wife and daughter watch that. Yeah. They they really like it. It's brilliant. A really, really brilliant 
super surprised brilliant you know um I loved the first series the second series was just a continuation for me um I I guess the surprise factor was gone on the second series so that was the only thing that was different for me because I was just so surprised how good the first series was and how endearing and the actors and everything were brilliant um there's the there's the big uh, there's the big black guy uh, that oh what does he call him again uh, oh I can't remember he has a really uh, cool name for the for him but like he's kind of the the hero in it almost uh, he's a brilliant that the guy that plays him is amazing and the guy that plays the kid is fantastic all the kids in it that play the the different animals are um, absolutely incredible so uh sweet tooth yeah and apparently they're wrapping it up there so um that kind of is a good omen for me in a way um in that you know it's compact three series they're going to do it right so yeah Uh, yeah when they've got a clear end like that things normally tend to work out much better yeah the nice defined finish to stuff yeah exactly yeah yeah so fingers crossed that's how it's going to be Oh yeah, uh, they call him Big Man. Yeah, uh, so it's non so an anose. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I even looked up his name. He, he plays Jeopard. Yeah, and who's they call Big Man? Yeah, I, I just think he's fantastic in the whole thing. So that's Sweet Tooth. So that's the other one I'm really looking forward to. And there's another series that someone recommended me on Apple, which uh, I'm sorry you're cancelling now, but uh, it's Slow Horses. If you haven't watched it. Okay, no, I'm not even it's heard of it. It's with uh, Gary Oldman, uh, and it's a kind oh, of. Oh, well, that's be good then. Yeah, uh, it's a kind of a. I don't know if you know the series, the BBC series Line of Duty. Yes, it's a kind yep. of a spy type, police type thing, a bit like that in terms ah, of okay. quality. So, um, looking forward to checking that out because we loved Line of Duty here. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Like, we watched the first series of Line of Duty and were underwhelmed. Oh. So we need to give that another go. I think I'd recommend it. it. Yeah, I think the it it got better as it went along. And yeah, yeah. Anthony, is there Mallard? Do you want to go into a few movies? I'm pretty light on the um, movie front. Um, uh, I was get, I, again on Paramount. I don't. I'm not a, a fan of the game, but I've heard good things about the Halo series. So, so you nick uh, my one again, aren't you, Mal? <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's like uh, your f- friends, huh? um uh, yeah with similar interests um yeah so i'm gonna give that a watch after i finished watching a few of the other things it's it's Um, surprisingly good um i again i've not played the game but it's it's i was gonna say it was my guilty pleasure looking forward to coming out this year sort of thing because it's not it's not the best written or acted thing in the world but actually as an overall series it's actually pretty good yeah, yeah. I've heard it's fun. And, and did you uh, like yeah, the game, Rich? I've never played the game, okay. so I went into it completely cold. Um, but yeah, it's actually really good fun. I remember back in 2004, 3, 4, my flatmate playing the game. Would it be that long ago? The original Xbox? Could well have been, yeah. It's wow. been, Halo was like pretty much the first thing, wasn't it? That came it was out. the first, it was the, yeah, it was the launch title with Xbox. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm also looking forward to, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, a uh, series called Seal Team. No. It stars, uh, it's about a Seal Team, um, you know, so like 
not it's not animated it's not actual seals it's the american navy seals um <laughs> but it's same thing yeah it stars david uh Brianna's is it is it pronounced who played angel in buffy and angel yeah, um and he's the leader of the seal team sort of thing and it's it's a bit cheesy in places but the action's really good um it's quite weird and there's normally six or seven of them in the team but there's only like four of them that get any real screen time in terms of acting the others are just like background characters even though they're really heavily involved in it uh but that yeah that's a guilty pleasure that's that um, there's been a big gap between the last series and this one so i'm looking forward to that uh and then if i could do two more briefly yeah um the fallout game has got a series coming out again i've oh, never played cool. fallout but the trailer yes. for the series looked awesome i'd forgotten that i have played fallout and really enjoyed it it's one of those games i had to kind of curb how much i was playing it because i could feel myself slipping into oh really hours, okay. and hours and hours yeah, yeah it shows you the quality of writing in these games that there's so many great series because the last of us was my best uh tv show of 2022 or three sorry last year oh kerry loves that oh last of us was incredible yeah she absolutely adores that um, and then I didn't realise this was a series until I checked before the show saying 2024 series. Uh, and there's a Penguin one. Again, not the animated thing, but the Batman villain. Um, oh. And it's it's Colin Farrell's character, so from The Batman. Okay. years ago. It's his version of Penguin. So he's he in it? became the Penguin. Yeah, he's in it. But it's how he became the Penguin. Ridiculous. And I haven't heard wow. anything about this at all, but I'm intrigued now because Colin Farrell's a great actor. Yeah, yeah, despite yeah. the um, fact that he's Irish, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, I quite enjoyed his version of the Penguin as well. So, oh well, yeah, Oswald Cobblepot as he was in the. <laughs> it was realistic and gritty, but yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then the other one, and I don't think it's come out yet, or if it has, I've missed the start. Is Shogun? Um, oh, which is coming out? So it's or yes, has so. already come out? Maybe. It's um there was a I think a nineteen eighties version um about a westerner that ends up fighting with the samurai armies and this sort of stuff. Um and they've done a a, mo- a modern version. So uh the tra- again the trailer looks absolutely brilliant for that. Class. I love my samurai stuff. You know, you guys know I love my samurai stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah. When you were saying that Very I was like, Oh sounds like rich. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um any movies we should be checking out or recently? To be honest, out? I've not done a very good job. Of I want to watch. Up with uh, coming out. I want to watch Wonka. I'm probably going to wait now till it's on some sort of streaming. My kids went yeah, to see it with their classes with school over uh, just before the Christmas holidays. They loved it. So yeah, uh, my wife and daughter went to see it. They said it was weird but enjoyable. Oh, okay, I'll take it. Um, I went to see uh, Godzilla minus zero. Oh, is um, that good? <laughs> I was going to say I really, really enjoyed it. Although it's not the, it, it's quite a somber, uh, bleak film. Um, but it, it's good. It's I think it's really good. Um, it's not. There are long stretches of it being very quiet for want of a better way of putting it there's not uh, it's very much a human story and and about their emotions but there is a good amount of godzilla and fighting godzilla and and this sort of thing i think there's points 
where you can see that they maybe don't have the highest budget, although it could be deliberate um, in that Godzilla's quite static yeah. um, at points from about his chest up. And, okay. like, you know, it's partially animated, but it could be deliberate. <laughs> so it has that, you know, touch of the old movies about it. Okay. Um, like a stylistic choice. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, but yeah, it's it's and it's but it's, it's fascinating to see the difference in how the Japanese do Godzilla as well, yeah. as compared to how the Americans are doing Godzilla. With oh, it's a totally different style. Series yeah. of films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, in look and in the style of the yeah. movies itself. So yeah, yeah, that's good. But definitely worth a watch. And anything on streaming that's come out that's kind of worth a watch or. I can't no. think of anything. No. I've, I've sort of watched this and that. Series you know. are so good now that kind of movies yeah. have to be yeah, almost yeah. like gangbusters. What did, to... what did me and Kerry watch on streaming? Oh, um, the latest Indiana Jones. Oh, any good? Exactly. I I really enjoyed it. Oh, okay, cool. I thought I thought it was really well done. It 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 was proper vintage Indiana Jones feel. I mean, at yeah. one point, without any spoilers, it goes totally effing bonkers. Um, but generally, a really good film. And is Harrison yeah. Ford in that? He is. Is that the one but where they pop- de-age him? Uh, uh, at the beginning, uh, yes. At the beginning, yeah. Okay. But he plays an old guy, and he, you know, yeah. they're not trying to claim that he's in his 50s, you know, he's clearly an old guy. Okay, so it's like Old Man still- Logan kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> or oh, more decrepit than Old Man Logan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> made his age from, uh, from Old Man Logan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, I mean, to be fair to him, he still looks in better condition than I do, but yeah. He moves like an old gentleman. You sell yourself yeah. short there. Well, he is 80, isn't he, Harrison you know, Ford? They have makeup so. and, uh, you know, $8,000 oh, no. cameras and all sorts yeah. of crap, Mal. So, there's, a, there's a bit where he's got his, his top off, and to be fair to him, he's, he looks like he works out, doesn't he? You know, he's, he doesn't uh, eat food, that's all. And he's got yeah. good Photoshop. A uh, <laughs> couple of things I saw on the cinema, or the theatre, for our American yeah. listeners, theater. recently. Um, Napoleon. The Kino. Um which I was really looking forward to and was a little disappointed. But it's a period in history I know quite a lot about, and it was... Ah, uh, okay, so you're one of those guys. Yeah, basically. One of those twats yeah. that just like, oh, that didn't happen, or it didn't happen like that, yeah. Watch um, the movie and shut up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I am basically one of those guys. Um, the battle scenes were done really well, really uh, really well done. Um, and they made him a bit of a buffoon, which I think he was. He was a military genius, but there was a level of buffoonery about him. Um, but it was just a bit weird. All they did it. All the French characters, apart from Napoleon, had English accents. So it was all all English accents, except for Joaquin Phoenix, who had his American accent. Oh, he didn't go um, French. No. <laughs> which which would have been weird in itself. Except at one point they were fighting the British, so he had all these like cockney British accents, sort of thing, to try and distinguish him from the the French British accents. <laughs> that were involved. Um, but then when they were talking to like German ambassadors or Russians, they put on Russian and German accents. It was just like, oh, for God's sakes, which make up <laughs> your mind with this. <laughs> that was driving it me mad. a mess. Which is a shame because it's um, Ridley Scott. And Ridley Scott. You know, doesn't oh, I love Ridley Scott. Yeah. yeah um, but he, yeah, it, it was, it was okay, but nothing brilliant. Um, and then I saw Aquaman 2 the same night. I did a double header in the cinema. Um, Aquaman 2 was very enjoyable 
but it was it was just set piece after set piece after set piece. If they'd made it, uh, you know, twenty minutes shorter, maybe and cut out a couple of set pieces that weren't needed, or twenty minutes longer and added in some bit of character development, it would have been, a, I think, a really genuinely really good superhero film. But as it was, it was it was good, but it was just battle, 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 battle. It was Jesus Christ, come on, enough. <laughs> Even for you, who loves yeah. his uh, battles. Man, I have just thought of a couple of good uh, movies that I've watched recently on streaming. Um, on the 900 channels? <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> um, Debbie does what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to help myself with the title of this one, but what the the it's like the first film and then the prequel, um, and there's it's called Becky, and then the sequel is Wrath of Becky. Um, I mean, just look, I don't don't want to say too much because I think you can give up. I watched it not knowing what it was about and I don't want to risk giving too much away. But she, a young, in the first one, a young girl has to defend her family from some guys who, uh, like, break into their holiday home. And then the sequel is a bit of a continuation of it. Um, oh, okay. A few years later, but they, they are, I mean, it's described as an action thriller, but there's a lot of dark humour to it. But it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, and then I'd say The Wrath of Becky was even, even <laughs> encouraged you to laugh at things you probably shouldn't be laughing at even more. Oh, that's a film I'd like. That I'll give that one a go. Yeah, they're easy to watch. They're easy to watch. They're not. They're not hard watches at all. But uh, cool. Well, um, do you Uh, remember the the two thousand movie Sexy Beast with Ray Winstone? The classic. Yes, that's getting. I've never seen it, but I know of it. Yeah, that's getting a series on Paramount Plus, a prequel series. Oh wow! Ah. So Mal, if you're on the Paramount uh, Plus train, might be worth uh, looking out for heard about mm, that i probably will that's a good movie one one thing that movie i have watched on streaming and i'm not sure if i mentioned it on the show or not so tell me if i have is rebel moon no no i i saw so a lot about that i i saw yeah. a lot of hype about that or a lot of marketing about that but i i it's, don't have a clue really about it it's a Zack snyder film and it's like um, that's right snyder yeah it's almost like magnificent seven or the seven summer or whatever sort of thing it's like you know this um poor farming community out in space is getting harassed by this, by the evil empire, which I'm presuming is earth. They don't never call it earth, but it's like, you know, set far in the future. Um, and then they go out and they hire people to help them. Um, very watchable, very, it's a weird film. It's, it's like two and a quarter hours. The first 45 minutes of which were just plodding along and getting introduced very, very slowly to the main character. Sounds like a Zack Snyder director's cut. Stuff. Yeah. And then it, and then it, they went and recruited everybody and did it in a slightly weird way. And then there was like battle scenes at the end and that sort of stuff. And it was the sort of thing you watch and you went, I quite enjoyed that, but it, something wasn't quite right. And then I was reading up on it afterwards and it was part one. So the second film coming out in April. Yeah. Um, I was thinking like, this is, you know, they, at one point, one of the baddies is giving this big spiel to each of these characters. Oh, your son's a so-and-so, and your son's a so-and-so. And you're like, I, none of their backstory pretty much has been revealed. So how is he knowing all this stuff? Ah. 
And then I was reading up on it, and they went, oh, yeah, they shot two versions at the same time. So there's a PG-13 version, which is the one they put out, which is two and a quarter hours. And then there's a three-hour, 15-minute version, Ah. which is R-rated. So loads of swearing, sex, the whole sort of R-rated stuff. And it's like, that's why some parts of it just didn't make at all sense, because they're Ah, being the longer But that's really bad cutting or, like, editing if... Yeah, it is. Well, that's Zack Snyder. That's what he does, isn't it, with that? So we, when is the full version stuff. available then? That's they haven't said. Oh, <laughs> so they filmed it deliberately in two parts, um, and people are presuming it's going to be the end so of this year. How could this guy keep getting away with like releasing a crap uh, direct, well, like normally be, edited film, and then to be fair, a to properly him, with five-hour film of what he actually cut? I'm going to defend him. No, I think, oh, I think, of course I think you are, Mister Maybe Boss. What I'd say, Mal. Uh, but with to be fair to him, with Justice League, it wasn't on him. Oh, yeah, that wasn't on him, but the, it seems to yeah. still happen to him all the time, you know? Well, it feels a bit like this is a bit of a, oh, we'll do that for this because you made the money twice because mm. people went and watched the director's cut, the Schneider cut of, yeah. uh, of you know, Schneider. Yeah. So now it seems think, to be I'd, becoming his shtick, no? Yeah. Well, I think he'd um, say that um, that Netflix did him over by making him do a short and PG-13 version. Whereas Netflix would say, actually, you only got to do the R-rated version because you did a PG-13 one at the same time. Yeah, but then, they could, re- then they could release them simultaneously so you don't have to sit through the crap version if you're over 13, no? They could have done that, yes. Absolutely. That would be appreciated. Um, I've seen... But it's, I've seen if, sorry. I was I'm just going to say, seen, it's, it's worth a watch. Um, okay, yeah. It's definitely I've, worth a watch. I've seen people sort of go, oh, Zack Snyder and Star Wars and that, but I'm positive the story behind it is that he actually wrote a script for Star Wars and it got rejected. Ah. So he went away and made this, his own version of Star Wars. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, would, yeah. that would tie in with it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But as I say, I've seen people going, oh, yeah, he's just doing Star Wars. And he's like, yeah, he is. Because <laughs> I'm sure I heard ages and yeah. ages. And, and have you a problem with that? Yeah, 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 you know. <laughs> you see, what people Star Wars films, somebody else needs to have a go at them. <laughs> well, you know, anyone else. Um, yeah, okay. To to segue back a bit, that's the Nate Bar- Barge picture. Yeah. The He-Man yeah. one. Oh, that's amazing art. Yeah. The Skeletor with the hood uh, it looks really, yeah, the so, battle cat. Oh, it's just fantastic. Chef's kiss. So I'm going to call, I'm going to pull the plug in us there, boys, um, because yeah. we have, but uh, before we go, uh, and we didn't really talk about it too much, uh, uh, as much as I planned, because we got carried away with all the other <laughs> amazing stuff we talked about. So that's also yeah. fine. Uh, shout out to our Patreons. Amazing response. Uh, we're a week yeah. into it now. Absolutely incredible. Uh, I'm going to name, uh, I'm sorry if you wanted to remain anonymous, but I'm going to name all you wonderful people right now. I'm going to go through the list. Um, thank you very much. We have recorded a Patreon episode already. Uh, we've released some stuff already on the Patreon. It's there for you to see some cool behind the scenes stuff. Um, some stuff on uh, YouTube or not YouTube, but some video stuff. Uh that we have uploaded um, from some of the episodes we did before where there's a bit of video. And we have our first episode recorded, which is actually a little bit of lore reading from uh, the Venerable Mal with uh, a little assist from myself and Rich. And I added some uh, sound effects and stuff. The boys have listened to it today on their way home from work. And uh, yeah, we 
we think it went out okay yeah this is a little yeah, uh, yeah. this is a little uh, sneak preview from maybe uh, the crescendo of the whole thing so I am pure. So we got into it, you know. So um, that's what we do for you, lovely people, and also for us because we love doing it. Don't worry, and you know, shout we out do. To and Jeremy. that wasn't sound effects; that was actually Mal with yeah. a sword. Yeah, yeah, that was, he was Mal. He just found somebody in the streets of Birmingham and just attacked him with a sword. No, it was Mal with his dinner plate and his knife. But we had a little bit of echo and reverb, and how excited to get out bingo, food. bango! There you go. <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah. So, and shout out to Jeremy Gerard for writing more cool lore and comes with his, uh, uh, came on their website the last couple of weeks that you might've missed the full articles. Uh, we took the lore out of those that are coming from the book and we did our little thing with that. Um, and it's going to be nice and fresh for you in Patreon, uh, early next week. So look forward to that. And we also have a little chat and a little, uh, thank you to everybody. But in the meantime, I want to thank everybody, and uh, I think this is in order of the people joined. So, uh, and of course, we love you all. If you listen to this show, you're amazing. If you're a patron of this show, that's just incredible. Uh, can't believe you are, but appreciate you so much, and thank you for the support. But uh, if you can't afford to support us, or you know you have other things going on, or you know you don't think we're worth the support, but you're worth listening to us. I also think that's amazing that you just listened to the show and that you've got two plus hours into listening to us. Uh, but we will love these people forever, uh, even if they drop off after the giveaway is gone, but I'm sure they won't. Uh, first Patreon backer, uh, shout out to one of our best buds and definitely Rich's favourite painter, uh, it's David Williams. Then we have our number one sport in Europe, it's Nico, Nico Dinkela. But then we have Megs, uh, so that's... Uh, soon to be Megan Thomas uh, married to Guion. We're going to have a wedding in the Eurolegions family in a couple of weeks uh, which is amazing and uh, we will definitely uh, do a big shout out to them on their wedding day. Um, we have Ralph Mouse, another I'd say our joint biggest uh, supporter in Europe. We have Guion, the other half of that, uh, Guion Thomas the other half of that uh, wonderful wedding that's going to happen in North Wales very soon. We have Ben Kustanovich from uh, the US, met him at Legion's Con, super cool guy. We have uh, Jeremy Gauvier, um, don't know Jeremy, but uh, awesome that you're supporting us and definitely hope to get you mo- get to know you more on the Patreon and on the Discord. Uh, Scott Baker, met him at the, f- uh, not this year's Legion's Con, the previous one, him and his wife, super nice dude. So happy to have him on board. Likewise, Dave Derrick. Haven't met Dave yet. Uh, hopefully some stage in the future. Dave is based in Denmark. Uh, another super cool supporter of us and always trying to encourage us and uh, make us even better. Uh, Anthony Houseel, another uh, friend of the show. And uh, we're going to have him on possibly again very soon to celebrate uh, the Year of the Dwarf yet again, because this is another Year of the Dwarf coming up. Um, so Anthony will be on to talk about that and other exciting things. So there's Anthony. We have Gabor who joined Instagram just to follow us because we are his favorite podcast and he listens to it with his family, us with his family. 
and he's cool and he's uh, our favourite vampire from Transylvania uh, and there's a little small picture of Gabor uh, from the Patreon here and he's exactly how I imagined he looked like so not at all a disappointment amazing and thank you for the support Gabor you're awesome uh, Curtis joined at the Curtis tier like we said we love you Curtis you are literally one of us um, if we all drop dead at the same time you are definitely uh, the Patreon of this podcast you will take it over and take it on recruit some Europeans and keep it going uh, we Jesus, have John don't say that he'll actually kill us <laughs> <laughs> You know what he's like he, taking over podcasts. He will actually kill us. I was going to say, I believe he's nice at the Steecon too. So, you know. <laughs> well, you're the first to go then, Mal. You know, at least, you know? Me and Rich, at least me and Rich can run and hide after that. Uh, we have the Wholesome Warlock. We have Jordan Fraser, the Wholesome Warlock. Uh, part of the Purple Gang Gang. Um, awesome for Rich you to back us, Jordan. Club, as it's becoming. <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah. They love they love a bit of Rich. I mean, he likes the vampires. He likes purple. Why wouldn't they? Um, I so, had an interesting conversation about Jordan with my daughter, trying to explain to her how he basically threatened to kidnap me on one of our posts. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> well, I had a wonderful conversation with Jordan and Van on Curtis's uh, customizing studio last weekend while I was waiting for you to turn up, Rich, for our recording. And um, no, no offense. It was actually, it actually turned out to be a bonus because I got to talk to those lovely dudes uh, as well as Curtis and Emil and uh, Nathaniel Armstrong. And uh, yeah, it was great to to just chat to them like that. And Van was uh, somewhat sober. So that was also awesome. Uh, got to have a proper conversation. We have uh, Hedgehog Action uh, next on the list. Uh, Jonathan uh, Donath from New Jersey. Top man, top YouTube channel. Go check him out. He had a great top uh, 10 from 2023. And he's also going to have another video with his uh, 10 to 20, if you're interested in that. Uh, just seeing Jonathan present stuff on YouTube. It's amazing. You should go watch him. He's great. He's a natural. Uh, we had Jade Rusu from the Greek Geek Out show. Jade, who failed to get us that amazing Texan food through <laughs> the uh, TSA. But... We love that he tried to do it, which is the we most absolutely love him for trying. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I'm sure he will come up with a better tactic next year, and we will get to taste it. Maybe we'll have to go to Texas. How bad would that be? I don't think it would be bad at all. Uh, no. So Jade, he's in there. Then our buddy Dylan, our table, our, our table supporter. I, I, I don't know the fourth, the fourth member at Legion's Con. He definitely was. Uh, Dylan is awesome. Dylan is a big Patreon supporter. So happy to have him on board. Then we have Bill from Dorkler. Bill Dorkler. Bill Dernanski. He's on board. Super to have you, Bill. Uh, so happy that you support us. He's already posting some cool stuff on our Discord. Um, then we have Eugene Eunuch, Dr. Grim Customs. Eugene, one of my, as I said, a brother in Kane, a painting brother. Uh, just a like-minded spirit. Dude. Yeah, a top dude. Yeah, yeah. Super supportive. He's just positivity. What do you need in this world? Positivity. You need more people like Eugene. And then we have Matt Drake, another a positive, super positive guy, already uh, posted uh, some super nice uh, positive feedback on the Patreon. And he is on board and he is our most current Patreon supporter. And we hope to have lots more of you on, on board 
join before the end of uh, January, you get into that draw for the amazing custom. It's at least 200 quid's worth of stuff. Okay, it's awesome. Go for it. Post it to your door anywhere in the world for free. You just need to join the Patreon and you'll get your money's worth on the Patreon. And if you win the draw, you get the figure for free. So that's all I can say. Guys, this was amazing. <laughs> I didn't know we had much to talk to this about this week. <laughs> we can literally... <laughs> We're running out of space on the memory card, pretty much. <laughs> oh no! If, if we go past the dwarf episode, Anthony's going to be furious. Well, you just have to talk to him for about three hours when we talk to him. Uh, yeah, the next time. <laughs> so I don't know if you have the time. So I think we better give it. A, we better knock it on the head just in case. <laughs> All right, guys, take it easy. Yep. Great you to too. chat this week. Yep. Super. Stay safe out there, everybody. Yeah, look for Patreons. Look for that in your inbox this week. Another cool episode on top of this one. 